Welcome to the Frito Show. Thank Hi, Charlotte. Hi, Frito. Hagelund. Hagelund, yeah, that's correct. Uh, great you could make it. Yeah, thank you so much. We had a bit of startup problems. <laughs> yeah. Getting the equipment to work. But uh, yeah, thanks for coming. Thank uh, you for inviting me. It's yeah. a pleasure. I think you're one of the first really non-non-artists yeah. or, or, or <laughs> non uh uh, people who are not connected to the creative well you are very much connected now but uh, not not as a background mm -hmm. so maybe you just want to quickly dive into your background mm -hmm. so so my background is completely from the business side yeah. uh, so it's two years two years ago I decided to leave uh, a company called Accenture which yeah. is one of the biggest uh, consultancies in the world yeah uh, to start my own business with my partner uh, Jan Christensen yes uh, so that's really cool. We, and before that, I've been working as a consultant uh, to large companies uh, yeah. for many years, for nine years in Accenture. And what were you consulting? Uh, it's more like um, evolved around customer experience. Yeah. <laughs> this is where to sort of sum it up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And also. Uh, yeah, we'll get back to that yeah. later because yeah. that, yeah, of course, ties in very nicely with what you're doing now, in a sense. In yeah. A, or that experience. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so uh, so why did you decide to get out of the business and into the, the, the culture, into the arts? Mm. I think I always wanted to work with something that's important to me mm. and where I feel it's, uh, well, not only important to me, but something that makes a difference, something is in, that's important to the world in a way. Yeah. Uh, so going into business uh, was probably a bit strange <laughs> to begin with. My mother said, "Like I never thought you would be you. a business person." Uh, but I don't know. That is so funny because mostly your parents say, "Oh, great, <laughs> <laughs> good choice, <laughs> you go for it." Yeah, uh. yeah. No, she was like, mm, "Yeah, you had to do your own thing," and yeah. uh, I understand. But I, I think my really my parents are great support, and yeah. uh, I think they no, this is uh, a right thing for me to do. And yeah. it's still business in a way. I'm still using my skills, skills yeah, and experience yeah. and everything. Because what did you study a specific... Uh... Uh, I started out with marketing. Yeah. And I started out with marketing because I saw it as something uh, more creative. Yeah. Uh, and that's why. And also because I've, you know, I wanted to study maybe, maybe law, maybe psychology, yeah. maybe be uh, like an art director in a commercial yeah. Or, yeah, company. So then I, I thought, yeah, marketing sort of mixes. Mixes all <laughs> these kind of things, yeah. Everything. Yeah, yeah so the uh, crisis, I think, in the middle of the, my studies. So first, first, it was the bachelor degree. Yeah. I said, why, why am I doing this? And uh, one of my, uh, my fellow students said, but Charlotte, you can always be a marketing person for saved children. Yeah. And that sort of uh, put that my mind yeah, yeah, to yeah. ease. Yeah. That was the way out. So, yeah, because yeah, marketing, of course course has this uh, slightly evil undertones yeah, because it, it has to do with persuasion with kind yeah. of getting people to Making buy your more stuff. money <laughs> yes. yeah, using more money yes. basically yeah but I have been working with uh, save the children yeah so that's yeah. 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 yeah so I did that with Accenture actually yeah uh, and was one of the most important projects yeah. I ever did uh, yeah. working with um, with the youth in uh, in uh, ex Yugoslavia in yeah. Croatia or not in Croatia in uh, <laughs> not yeah. Croatia yeah that that part of the world let's Bosnia. Say, like Bosnia, Bosnia yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was one of the best uh, project I did yeah. most challenging projects I, yeah, I ever can did imagine, yeah. Yeah. yeah 
And when was this? Because, I mean, the the whole trouble there was, when was it, the 90s, In right? the 90s, but yeah. this is not so long ago. But, uh, this has uh, had a lot to do with, uh, well, focused on Roma youth. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, and those challenges are a bit different. Uh, mm. And in a sort of in a, uh, an economic situation and everything where everybody's sort of struggling. Mm. Uh, people that are already struggling are struggling even more, of course. So. Yeah. Uh, so that was the focus: how to uh, build skills, business or not business skills, but uh, vocational skills uh, for those youth. Uh, and what was your role in that process or in the project? I was a project manager, or uh, I was sort of setting up the project with Save the Children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they had a question: okay, we want to get these people. We we, we want to provide more skills for these people, so they're better the f- equipped. Yeah, find find ways to actually earn uh, money, have yeah. normal jobs, and uh, also uh, it's it's also um, sort of a way for the, to communicate to the parents yeah. that they should let uh, the kids go to school to begin with, yeah. because if the kids just go to school uh, and not then not work and end up doing nothing, it doesn't make any sense for the parents to send the kids to school. Yeah, uh, so you really have to. Sort of you complete, have to hold the whole, complete it, yeah. yeah, the whole. Uh, so that's why it also makes sense for say the children to go into a project like that, yeah. Uh, so that the, the kids will be sent to school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exciting, yeah. 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 So. Yeah. So you found you found kind of the niche in marketing or in 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 that business, which. Uh, yeah, but you were still studying. We were also still when you were still studying. So. Yeah. <laughs> you did marketing. Mm. I found out that uh, okay, there's also interesting sides of, uh, <laughs> of marketing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, then I started out um, in in transportation, in express transportation. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So that was something I did as a summer job. Yeah, uh, the year before I finished my my studies. Yeah, working sort of on the floor, uh, working with the clearance. Yeah, um, and import. So. Um, that was quite interesting, and then I kept that job for the yeah. last year, and I also did my my sort of thesis uh, for that company. Yeah, uh, and I ended up with the, with the job then uh, in marketing. Yeah, uh, before I ended my studies. Yeah, and that was in two thousand and one. Yeah, uh, during the crisis, nobody nobody, <laughs> nobody hired. Got the job. Yeah. 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 yeah, so nobody wanted to talk to me on the graduation party because yeah, I because you were the, the only, only one, one with oh, the job. Yeah. 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 But it only lasted for six months in yeah. marketing, and then I was transferred into, or I was offered a job in, in operations. Yeah. Uh, and on, more on the economic side, uh, working with. And was that was it just luck, or was it something you were gravitating to? And the operation side of business. Yeah. Uh, no, because I just finished marketing or my degree in marketing, so yeah. that was what I really wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, but the market being what the market was, uh, wasn't. Uh, <laughs> I didn't risk it, yeah. and I was really happy I got that chance, and I got a chance to be a part of uh, sort of um, middle management yeah. from a very early age. Yeah. So that was quite interesting, yeah, and also quite being unique, yeah, yeah female in that kind of environment and being so young. Yeah. Uh, yeah, was super super exciting, super experience, and also caught and got to keep that marketing. Uh, job uh, sort of on the side because it was then the Nordic 
Nordic yeah. uh, role, but I was supporting the Nordic role from Norway, so yeah. I got to keep sort of some of my marketing. S- some of the yeah. yeah, some of that field. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, as, as, as we talked earlier, like for me, the whole business world is a big, big mystery, mm. and uh, and uh, that's also how we got s- started talking because I do have a. Uh, a huge fascination or, or, or confusion or whatever you want to call it that you know, we as artists mm. were so lost when it comes to that you know mm. with with marketing ourselves with kind of the business side of things with with uh, uh, asking you know uh, our real worth you know so mm. we always undersell ourselves because you know we want to do we, we burn for what we do right mm. and and uh, and, uh, so You're easy to take advan- advantage yeah, of. Yeah, of course. <laughs> really, because of course, because we don't yeah. have. I mean, just producing takes so much out of you. Mm-hmm. So, so to be sharp afterwards, to to be able to kind of maneuver through that minefield is, you mm-hmm. know, it, it's a it's a field in itself. Yeah? yeah, but it's a different mind in a way, or uh, mm. and different skills. So I don't think I don't like it when people say that uh, artists should be entrepreneurs and they should be able to do everything and mm. to be a successful artist you need to sort of handle everything with business and being uh, yeah it, it's it doesn't make sense to me at all and that's why also i sort yeah. of got into this business because artists should be artists yeah. and focus on that and they yeah. need also a support system that handles the business side of things yeah. uh, and that's the way the rest of the world works yeah but yeah. we haven't got the memo no <laughs> no but <laughs> yeah. no. it's true but you know you can't do everything no. nobody is good at everything so no and I, i'm i'm trying to diversify into everything uh, in that mm. sense also with this idea you know as a strategy to kind of have everything in house mm. and and uh, uh, and i'm fine failing in that and i fail in that <laughs> absolutely uh, but uh but I succeed in many ways as well. And but it it is this research or this search for hey, okay, you know this 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 way of being an artist in this world it doesn't really work. You know because mm. you if you if you just run the same scheme we've been doing for for the last century now, you're gonna lose. Mm. You know and and uh, uh, you know I'm not so worried about people like me or Jan or you know people mm. who are who are, who are who are good at more yeah, than one thing, right? Yeah, there are artists right? that can do everything in a way. But yeah, I'm, so. I'm very worried about the people who are not, mm-hmm. you know, the people. So how, how can uh, how can you develop tools which you can easily transfer, or networks you can easily transfer to protect kind of that, that creative work mm-hmm. without kind of eating up the artist? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, but I think, I think it, absolutely, like you say, uh, some people can manage... Uh, being an artist and doing that well and being a business person and, mm. and doing that well mm. but we can't ask that of everybody that's my point so no, no absolutely not I mean I think that's really the minority who was able to do that and even that minor- minority is uh, probably just knows like just enough skills to get through mm-hmm. you know which mm-hmm. is something which is something else than really kind of it's managing uh, yeah. it's more like just manage managing your business mm. but not like building a really no. a big business no. that's very different and if you look historically to the artist who did that like a damien hurst mm-hmm. he put himself together with uh, with an, a business person yeah yeah and so i think yeah some of those people you will see have a network around them or yeah. uh, have some a team around them yeah. 
And I think everybody needs that. And my analogy or my sort of go-to analogy for Norwegians are like Marit Björgen probably knows how to put, I don't know what you call it in English even, but uh, in Norwegian, yeah. smøre skine. She yeah. knows how yeah. to, you know, prepare yeah, kind her of, uh, wax cheese. the cheese. Yeah, wax yeah. the cheese. Yeah, yeah. Skis. Yeah. Uh, and she knows knows how she, uh, what to do to train or to excel. Mm. But she has a super team, you know, supporting her with everything. Yeah, we take all these kind of mundane or, all the, or these, uh, I mean, important, but yeah, she has to focus on, on focus, on, eh? performing, on performing. On, on yeah, that on, bits of it. Yeah. And somebody else focuses on everything else and together it's a team and uh, they succeed yeah like you bring in that kind of analogy of of sports because i mean sports uh, like the the these the, the top sport and art they're both the winner takes all market mm-hmm. as i understand as I, as I read in some some books and uh, uh, so if you want to perform you're you're performing on like hundreds of a second mm. you're not performing on on the uh, like with most jobs, you know, even if you're if you're not on the top, you still make a decent living, yeah, right? You can have a few bad days and still, yeah, and you it, still yeah. and you still. But as an artist, you either have nothing or you have everything. Mm. And often, if you get everything, you know, just to be able to kind of keep it, you know, most artists don't have the skill to keep it, and they mm. just kind of you know, mm. lose it all again as well. And mm. And uh, I mean, uh, what, what was it? Uh, who was this guy who got like this Scott uh, smell? Uh, this, this famous Norwegian artist. And uh, oh yeah, uh, uh, it was a newspaper yeah. a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, artist who's been successful and suddenly kind of you know he because he messed up he gets like uh, uh, Nedum, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and but he was sort of yeah. He, he kind of got out of it because of his artistic mind didn't yeah. he? in the end yeah yeah okay yeah <laughs> I, I, I know the exact history super, but it's uh, super well yeah. yeah I don't remember either but yeah, yeah it's, a diff- but it's a kind it's, of interesting story yeah, yeah. just to learn from or they talk about yeah. yeah and that is I mean it's not an uncommon story that we we don't know how to do stuff and we just do them yeah, we're fixing how best we could, how mm. best we think we can, mm. but to to the rest, the standards of the rest, that doesn't make often sense. Mm. Yeah. So, so you you got together with Jan, yeah, and uh, and uh, so how came that about? How did you meet? How did you? Uh, well, we met. Formulate. We met uh, the first time we met was uh, through a f- uh, fellow friend mm-hmm. uh, during. Uh, um, Jan was doing uh, what do you call it? Uh, the scenery? No, not the scenery. You have to edit this. <laughs> 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 oh, I can't remember the word for it. The theater uh, f- uh, journey from the east. It was called. Yeah, it's yeah. The scenery. The like scenery. Uh, scenography. Okay. Scenography. Yeah. It's called. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that was and that was the first time we met. Mm. Uh, a good friend of mine and a friend of Jan's from mm. from early on. Uh, and then we just started talking a bit and just being social in a way mm. uh, and then we got into this uh, discussion because I had this idea for quite a long time that I think artists need more business support coming from the business side Yeah. Uh, so we sort of discussed it and then we left for a while and I was focusing on my business and he was focusing on his business and we just uh, talked from time to time Yeah. And then I decided we really have to. I have to. I have to do, <laughs> I have something, to do something concrete. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I talked to a few people, and I talked to Jan. And I said, 
you know, the, the, remember the thing we talked about? Do you, do you think we should do this? Yeah. And he said, yeah. Uh, I think he also needed to, it needed to sort of mature in a yeah. way. Yeah, so sink in or... or yeah. yeah. So it, I don't know, I think uh, it took more than a year, yeah. uh, maybe two from the yeah. first time we talked about it. But that's also a thing I find out because if you, if you have these like strategies or these big plans, they don't go overnight. It's really like a, a long gestalt period mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. you call it. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's coming to... Yeah, it yeah. has to kind of yeah. ferment to yeah. be able to, to get some ground or some, some, some meaning and some, mm. yeah, some traction too. Yeah. yeah. So probably it could be done but super fast, but yeah. Yeah. So, so where, where comes your fascination for the arts from uh, <laughs> in the first place? If, yeah. If there's an answer for that, uh, yeah. there is. But I think I have to say it's it's from uh, myself, yeah. uh, from my own needs to be creative. And I think it's uh, I think we also talked about this. It's so uh, in a way basic in the sense. So from when you're a child, it's so natural yeah. Yeah, to, to, to express, express yourself, yeah. to express yourself in different mm. ways. Uh, and for me, it was always something I sort of went to. Yeah. Uh, and now spent hours just drawing in my room and yeah. doing these things when I was young. Yeah. Uh, and then you know, I don't know, I stopped doing it as much. Yeah. And that is where it's. I think it differs from me and artists. <laughs> so yeah. I stopped, and uh, well, other art, art, artists doesn't because you can't. Sort well, of there's there's difference because I wasn't a, a, like I mean I drew a bit or or I, uh, but I, I'm not a good drawer or any mm. any of that. I wasn't I. I wasn't doing that much art, you know, and I decided to. I was actually choosing between economics and oh, arts. Really? <laughs> really? And I said, like, you know, like I was nineteen. I, I, the reason why I chose to be an artist was, I, I mean, there's many reasons, but one of the reasons was, uh, I was nineteen. I didn't know who I was, and I thought, mm-hmm. okay, I want to try to figure out at least a bit more who I am. Mm-hmm. And I figured out uh, if you do art, you deal with yourself all the time. So you probably find out faster mm-hmm. who you are, mm-hmm. and and that was true. Yeah. Yeah. And then along the way I I found out that I really enjoy making art and and now I can't go back. Yeah. <laughs> now you're really good at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I do mm. I do the best I, ca- I can, but it it's really uh, yeah, and there's uh, there's choices for everybody yeah, and, and you have to make a choice at yeah. some point. And that I think these choices are super interesting because mm-hmm. they uh, um often people think these choices uh, have a di- like a different logic than they in mm. reality have because mm. uh, I uh, I mean I didn't I became an artist I wasn't an artist mm. I wasn't like this this kid three years old and wanted to to kind of paint I painted always but it was always mm. I did many other stuff too yeah you know? mm. but I was always interested in questioning things and always mm. interested in stuff I didn't know mm. And I think that was my kind of pull into the arts because mm. it's a field where you can explore what you don't know mm. without, you know, and you can fail without it, it mattering because you know in that failing some residue will 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 stick, and which is mm. you know often an artwork or a mm. expression, and uh, yeah. yeah. So that's a good point. Yeah, when you get to explore, and I mm-hmm. think yeah, that's what I see when I find art that I'm really fascinated about is when you see the artist really explores and you mm. know knowing more of course knowing more about uh, what they would do and how yeah. they work and everything and 
you know that's the background it's yeah. exploring it's finding new ways it's yeah. understanding life and i think that's yeah, also it, what makes it so important it's yeah. a, a new perspective or a different perspective different yeah. ways so expressing what we're all trying to yeah, sort of figure all, out yeah, yeah we're all trying to do yeah. mm. no and it uh and the the i say the oxymoron or what i want to call it is you have to do like things that mean don't mean anything to find that important uh, you know i mean mm-hmm. you know, like you have to approach this purposelessness mm-hmm. you know, where where it doesn't have a specific purpose or a specific goal but it has you know just in this process something kind of emerges mm-hmm. you know, and and that emergence is you know is in a sense just the excrement you know like the mm-hmm. of the process mm-hmm. and and um, and and that idea kind of that this this free space where where you uh, where you can create and fail and and you know there's very little spaces in in society or in the world where there is a space for that mm-hmm. to kind of and like I, I have people say like I'm really happy you're an artist so I don't have to be <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. and and but I'm I'm happy you're out there you know because the, I don't I have to do it yeah it's so yeah. it's really important mm. and that's my motive now for working with artists and art it, it's really important that there are artists out there expressing things mm-hmm. uh, thinking about things you know going in in deep into sort of different issues or mm. taking sort of also this like you say some of the most basic things and just showing it off in a different way yeah. or yeah. yeah it's the small things in life it's these nuances and our yeah, these perspective. subtleties and and and, and sensibilities and, mm. and and insecurities too and you know like i always see artists as being uh, uh very confident in their insecurities yeah <laughs> yeah that makes sense yeah huh? it does make sense yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. and which is, uh, and I think also that is a kind of a switch why people choose art or not. I, I saw it in in in, uh, in my studies when I did my bachelor, especially because the, in the Netherlands you have like a, a communal year, like a, a propadizer year they call mm, it, and mm. then and then you choose your direction. You know, and a lot of people choose like the graphical side mm. because they didn't dare to do the art. Mm. They wanted to, but they didn't dare to, mm. and and. So this this confidence of being insecure, of mm. not knowing, of mm. you know, is I think a big switch of why you would choose a path like or n- or not like that. Mm. But are you able then to are artists able to s- sort of s- be in that situation of being uncomfortable for a longer period? I'm uncomfortable all the time. Yeah, all the time. And if <laughs> I'm not uncomfortable, I start to worry. Yeah, yeah. So there is absolute. You know, and and you like I'm working on an installation now, and I I don't know how you know I'm, how how much time I already spent. I, I worked two years on it already, mm. and I still don't know if it's gonna be good. Mm. You know, I have no idea if if I'm just making something big and it's just big, or if it's if it also means something. Mm. You know, so and so when the project's done, I've been working for three years with something. I don't know if it succeeds or not. Mm. So yes, yeah, <laughs> you feel comfortable all the time, yeah? and this is huge investment of of time and resources you put in there and skills and yeah. and and uh, you have to leverage your way through to kind of make space to be able to create that, and mm-hmm. it's all uncomfortable, and it's mm-hmm. supposed to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I think this is what I s- tell a lot of people these days. You know, it's not supposed to be easy. 
it's it's not supposed to be hard for heart being heart's sake but it you know you, it's supposed to be you, you're supposed to push yourself and mm-hmm. and pushing yourself is always uncomfortable mm-hmm. yeah, because you go there where you where you don't know how to wh- what the rules are what uh, yeah you have to make it up along mm. along the way and and that's the super exciting part mm. yeah. so that's sort of uh ba- giving the basis or uh, the ground for performing performance because uh as business people we also talk about stretching it you know being uncomfortable mm. or mm. going without or, or going beyond what you really you know, yeah. know and exploring and pushing it and everything like that, mm. in a, but in a different way. So, uh, I think it's it's uh, it's so much more, yeah, clo- closer to uh, to sort of uh, the personal and I don't know for artists, it's um, it's a bit different. I don't know if I really cracked it in a way. Mm. Because people talk about it traditionally, or not traditionally, but people talk about you know artists having to be suffering, you know, struggling, yeah, struggling I, I, artists. I really hate uh, those cliches. I it, hate it as well it's, because it's not about it's that not about kind that part, of no. struggle. No, no, but it's pushing it and it's exploring and uh, being uncomfortable in and that sense. Y- that makes sense, but just struggling for the sense of having a hard need, life. Yeah, no, it's yeah. not about heart be having a hard life. No. It's, it's about it's about uh, uh, yeah, pushing your boundaries yeah. and you can only push your boundaries and that's 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 why I hate this kind of myth which we I think mostly thank to Van Gogh yeah <laughs> probably yeah. fucker yeah and uh, uh, you know you have to cut your ear you have to yeah, you, yeah. You, you're not supposed to sell during life it's it's all you know it's one person and that's one part of the whole scheme and there's many other ways I mean there's mm. there's as many ways as there's artists and and like I create the best stuff if I'm in a good mindset. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. If I'm, if I'm, you know, if I, I have excess energy, I have, you know, time, I have uh, focus, and. But you're still pushing yourself. Yeah. On different sort of yeah, basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, so, yeah. so the problem we artists have because we're so crappy at business is mm. that we, that we, have to get into that mindset while all the other stuff is chaos too. Mm-hmm. So basically, your life is in shambles. But mm. when you're in a studio, you have to kind of create that calmness to kind of get into the mess again. Mm. Yeah, and and uh, uh, I think that's also why it's so hard. You know, it's it's so hard being an artist and so hard to succeed also as an artist because yeah, you have you have to bring a lot to the table to uh, to to survive. Mm. And uh, and it's not a, like your your kind of skills or your the quality of your work is just one small part of it mm. it's a very important and it, if you don't have that it doesn't work anyways yeah. but uh, if you don't have like a lot of other stuff next to it mm. you know it uh, yeah it's hard yeah having a balanced life still you mm. mean mm-hmm. yeah 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 because i think it's important and i think it's important for artists to have a more balanced lives yeah and that's okay, and it's okay to sort of have a foundation that is more normal. I, I don't yeah. think it's it has to be so so tough for anything no. to. to no, and I, I really wonder it. Why is it so tough? And 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 one of my theories is that it really lies in the psychology of the artist. Mm. You know what we accept, and how I've always kind of tried to explain is that as an artist, you have to split yourself in two. You know, 
when you make the work mm. you have to be merciless you know mm. the work mm. comes first it has to you know it, uh, that what you express you know you have to put everything in that right as soon as you're done with it or as soon as you're not not in that process mm. in that creative kind of process you put on a different hat mm. you know kind of how to talk about your art how to kind of uh, uh, um, get your art, art out there how mm. to uh, um, how to yeah how to market it how to distribute it how to uh, that's a completely different hat and a lot of artists mm. take kind of that intensity or that kind of artistic approach mm. you know of which often has to do with a insecure posing it has to do with a, um, you know thinking about yeah using the same strategy used making art Mm-mm. and and implementing into the real world which yeah. mostly goes wrong yeah but yeah like i said nobody else does it I, mm. you know researchers or scientists mm. uh the people that uh invent the most Think. intelligent things yeah. there is they don't go out and sell it themselves no yeah. no no no, they find they find people who are good at there are that. Teams yeah. that do it for them. Yeah. And of course, we have the galleries who who present us yes. partly, right? And but then again, I mean, how many galleries galleries are there, and how many artists are there, mm. right? I mean, I I know more artists who don't have gallery representation than I do who do. Yeah, but the galleries, of course, do a very important mm. job yeah. in promoting their artists yeah. and. And, and really exhibiting art mm. to the public mm. and, uh, and yeah. I mean they're great but they're so lim- limited in it's numbers it's a bit limited yeah. and it's a bit limited also in the model it's a very old sort of business mm. model yeah. and you see the galleries are struggling with this now mm. you know because the brick and mortar buildings are getting too expensive mm. you know to kind of uh, uh, yeah, to deal with like an insecure market as the art market mm. and uh, and uh, and so the and you know of course the online part is coming into that mix as well where mm-hmm. you where nobody really knows how to solve that but that we know we all have to jump on it in a way yeah and uh, a good rule is that uh, I have a sort of digital digital uh, uh, approach or a solution mm-hmm. isn't a good one if you just replicate uh, the old-fashioned one and just put it into a sort of digital you, no, world no. and at this point I think it's a lot of that going on Happening, yeah. 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 so we have to focus a bit differently or doing it a bit differently yeah. uh, really promoting what's the core yeah. what's the most uh, essential thing with art and solving the biggest problems yeah. uh, yeah. and so it, it can't be the same model no. just being digital no 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 that won't solve anything no, guaranteed I, yeah I was, I was when I graduated in 2003 from a bachelor I got part of this online thing mm-hmm. it was pretty early I mean in the Netherlands called Art Olive mm-hmm. and and it never resonated with me because you know, very soon it became like a platform with so much work and so like differences in qualities that you, you just didn't feel kind of mm. motivated to go browse through it or, or mm. there, there was no connection you just drowned mm. right and now in Norway you have the atelier up which is yeah. you know I have some hopes for it because yeah. it's a it's a it's a bit more curated it's a bit more precise and they're also kind of trying trying out stuff and, mm. and, and researching really a bit mm. and I think also the curated part is quite important mm. 
because as everything is accessible in a way, every mm. artist has some piece of work yeah. out in digital. And, or yeah, and which is strange thing is art has always had a certain exclusivity. Yeah, and within that exclusivity also lies a lot of its strength and also a lot of its trop- uh, problems. I mm. think you know, but. Mm. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I think also there went something wrong in the digitizing of the. Yeah, yeah because it's now it's too much out there, mm. uh, so people still would need guidance. Yeah. So uh, apps like uh, Atelier Open, uh, yeah, being curated or is it? Yeah, it's a bit peer to peer, I think, or you have to it's sort a, of recruit yeah, it, your own or. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. a bit. It's a bit closer group but that that you know i mean it's too early to say what that app is going to be yeah because it's still independent yeah, yeah, yeah. it's still in, into but i mean it's it's promising at least that it kind of looks a bit more at, at the realistic side and and also kind of what uh, and the interesting thing it uh, the thing it does extra it connects also the the buyer to the studio mm-hmm. so so you know when you're walking around say, oh there's these studios around i can knock on the door there and mm. and you can have straight access to like a studio mm. And I think this is an interesting part also kind of to open up your studio as an artist, I think yeah. has become more important. Yeah. And how do you see that as an artist? Because you have also the Oslo Open, which is connected yeah. to the Atelier Open. Uh, they work together at least. Uh, yeah. uh, so that's a really good, I find this a good festival or good thing, a it's good a event. Good, uh, it's a good event and it needs a lot of improvement as everything does, but it's... Uh, um, uh, it has a several positive effects. First of all, you clean up your studio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that means you can invite people more easily because mm-hmm. you know, like you have works on the wall, and mm-hmm. you know, it's it's. Uh, so what I, what I've felt, bo- like I've been part of it, uh, three times. Yeah, two times here and one time in the old studio I had, and mm-hmm. and in both times, what happened was more like the the weeks before and after. Mm-hmm. I also invited people, mm-hmm. accidental and and kind of. Uh, uh, more planned uh, yeah. so this year I did it much more planned so suddenly I have like every month I have either a curator or a collector or yeah, an art in, in just, uh, into the studio just talking about work and yes you feel being more normal to invite somebody yeah, into your yeah, yeah. It, 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 hmm. became, it has become much more routine yeah that's and, good and and something good always comes out of it you mm-hmm. know and, and I don't say necessarily sales or anything but, but really just a a deep discussion yeah. about about uh, uh, what you're doing, and you uh, it it feels much more effective than putting something on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you have this, and I think that is that is also an interesting thing in the arts now. Is of course Instagram is big, and you have to be on there. You have to show your work. It's a visual platform mm. of the social media, of mm. course. But but it has also this you know you like something you look at something and maybe it's something quite superficial in a way and it's yeah. very fast well, you, you and might yeah. run into something hey this is interesting I contact this person and you, you, you start establish a relation mm. but the reason why people engage in art why they buy art why they look at art you know it's it is that personal connection with the work mm. uh, and and or the artist in relation to the work mm-hmm. and and uh, um, and often on openings, there's too high a barrier. It's too exclusive or too elitist or too mm. to whatever whatever kind of scares people away. Mm. You know? uh, but in the one-on-one situation in the studio, there's you know it's it's not as kind of uh, uh, pom- pompous or, mm. or or yeah, it's more down to earth yeah, and yeah. more yeah. Mm. So I feel there's uh, there's some potential there. Yeah. Uh, for. Uh, 
people yeah when artists are sort of comfortable mm. uh, having people in their workspace and mm. not always having to clean up even yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but letting yeah. people see the process i think that's one of the biggest things is really opening about op- opening up uh, around the process yeah because so much of the value in art is within yeah. the artist's process yeah. Yeah. and yet then you have to communicate it or yeah. show it in some way yeah uh, and make it also just being aware i think as an artist uh, of your own process and yeah. that it has value for somebody else yeah because it's really the end product in a way it's I mean I one of the things I enjoy most is see other people's studio yeah I'm super fascinated to kind of dive into somebody's world and see okay what what kind of choices did they make to yeah. kind of express themselves to what mm. kind of environment create do they create around themselves to yeah. to yeah yeah to identify with or to to function in at mm. a creative level and mm-hmm. it's, one of the most fascinating things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there is. And it adds value to that mm. piece then in the end. Mm. Yeah. And you can see it. If you know more, you can feel it more. You understand more. Because yeah. I think everything translates. Or you can see traces of that process in yeah. the artwork. I, I feel it anyway. Yeah, yeah I, th- so I do. You have a sort of energy maybe that's sort of a little, uh, little bit out there. But I think you can sort of feel the energy or see the energy or something mm. in... Yeah, in the work. No, because because it explains a lot of how people make choices and how they they get to a certain solution or to a certain kind of uh, uh, expression. Yeah, and mm. and the how is is quite important. Yeah, super important. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, uh, have you produced a part yourself? Have other people you mean involved? And one is not better than the other, but mm. it's a different it's a different movement, right? It's mm. a different energy. It's a different. Uh, because it can be, you know, like uh, Tom Sachs, for example, he has like this 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 studio with like very strict rules, really mm. absurd rules mm. too. You know, mm. where 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 it's almost like a like a neurotic factory, and mm. and where people have their places and their, uh, but it creates a kind of total energy which yeah. which kind of works with with the kind of intense kind mm. of neurotic work mm. he does, right? Mm. Mm. And so it can really add to it as well if other people are involved in the production as well. And and uh, but yeah, no, it's interesting to see. Yeah, well, I think so some artists are uh, very concerned about showing something that's not perfected or perfect yeah. or yeah. it's just on the way or is it really maybe it's exposing too much also. Yeah. Maybe something you don't really want to expose yeah. uh, in a way. When there lies a vulnerability in, in, in showing people your your process because people are going to react on the process. Mm. And that and that and that's a, a thing I had to come to terms with as well where because if you show people the process and you're changing and you know you know in your head you already are 10 changes further yeah, yeah, yeah. right mm. and you say or you show like unfinished works so like, yeah i have still to do this no but this is perfect you know mm. don't touch mm. it anymore right mm. and mm. and you know you have to touch it even mm. even if that messes it up because that that is kind of the the, the track you're on mm. you know mm. and that's kind of the, the quest you're on and and so there's these challenges where where it can be tricky to show people kind of uh, certain parts of the process yeah but i don't i don't say you have to show everything all Mm. the time but uh, a lot more and being able to communicate it a lot Mm. more Uh, i think also now we're struggling a little bit with uh, some of the texts that are written about artists work because it's completely uh, you're you're well it's not 
you're not able to understand what what is it yeah. what, yeah, what it means yeah. oh that's in, interesting yeah. going to, in the, <laughs> you're gonna go into a nice rabbit hole there yeah 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 but the, it's, the artistic language yeah because i i catch myself doing it quite often and and you it's it's so uh yeah why why is it why does it become that way because it sort of removes everything from that sort of really tight close project or process yeah. where you're close to the artwork and wrap it up in something that's completely not understandable at yeah. all <laughs> yeah, I, yeah i think it's a I, I think in the first place it's a defense mechanism yeah yeah because uh, i i just did an application for uh, for funding now for the project and mm -hmm. I had to formula formulate kind of the project description and kind of the thematics and stuff like that, mm. and and I think it's so scary to do that. Mm. And and the reason why is like if you're if you concluded the project, if it's done, and you start reflecting on it, and writing about it, thinking about it, talking about it, and it's easy to formulate something. Mm. But in this early stage, when you formulate something, and you suddenly find out, oh, is this what I'm doing? And you think shit, but. <laughs> But uh, you know, first of all, am I allowed to do this? And, <laughs> yeah. and second of all, uh, uh, how are people going to react on this? Because mm. this is uh, this is actually really uncomfortable, mm. <laughs> or really weird, or really kind mm. of. But you're also, I think, you're also engaging a different uh, part of your brain mm. when you're writing something, writing yeah, a text. Absolutely, yeah. So it's you're sort of disconnected from that feeling you really have when you do something. I feel that the same way when I'm writing yeah. about my business. You know, yeah. I'm not able to formulate it in a way that I really want to express yeah. it because uh, how how would you formalize it? <laughs> Can I put you on the spot? <laughs> how uh, your your business side? How would you formalize it, or or how would you pitch it? Let's say the like, idea. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm still already starting. Like what? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's um, hmm, yeah. It's really about making business no i have to <laughs> look, Start over. So you, you have yeah. as many tries as you want yeah, <laughs> yeah. um no the idea is basically uh, giving artists support mm -hmm. uh to promote their art or being artists yeah. uh, in a way that makes it uh, sustainable yeah uh, make it accessible to more people yeah uh, engaging a larger art public yeah and bringing more funds into, into the yeah. art yeah. yeah so it's really that is very ambitious and very 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 good yeah yeah, yeah. so you yeah. have to change the way yeah. art works yeah. i think uh, it's a rotten structure to be honest uh where, where do you see the the rottenness or how do how would you define the the, the problematics it's uh, it's some easy things like um uh, artists not being able uh, to or not paid and for the work they're doing so it's mm. really basic super basic mm. uh, why should everybody else earn a proper wage wage yeah for a, uh, an art project and yeah. the artist is the only one that doesn't and that mm. pays uh, from their own pocket mm. to have the the piece completed or the project completed mm. that's the way it is nobody mm. else does it no, no. and it's, it's it goes both ways because i mean the project i'm working on now uh, I largely self-finance it too. Mm. You know, I'm, maybe I get funding, or, but if I get funding or not, I still have to do it, mm. right? And of course, the gallery is going to support, support mm. some of the parts mm. of it. But uh, but the main brand is with me. The the long 
the idea in the long run is that you know through that investment I do I will get to uh, uh, um, I hope I get so high up mm. that you know that you sell for such amounts that uh, they you know that you take take all in that sense mm. yeah. and, uh, and and I think that's also where we are exploited as artists because we are willing to take such a ridiculous risks mm-hmm. where we are willing to kind of invest everything you know mm. for a small hope that you know mm. that we that we get access to you know like a that exclusive club where mm. where you can sell your work for whatever you ask mm. yeah. and uh, and so where because I'm also on the other side I'm a bit suspicious against or or the most ineffective way in life I guess is to get paid for your hours because mm-hmm. I mean yeah well that's c- hard because uh. I mean no matter which number you put on your hours it's never enough no because your time is ticking away and money comes and goes yeah, yeah so it's the same way I did like oh. in uh, consulting business uh, <laughs> I yeah. got paid a certain wage or a salary and I put more whether I put less or more hours into it you know yeah. it was the same and usually yeah. it was much more <laughs> yeah yeah uh, so yeah that's the way it is no matter mm. what I think mm. uh, but you have to be passionate about what you do and I think most artists are and are also why it's easy to sort of like we talk about uh, exploit, exploit. yeah, yeah. Uh, but also in it's one artist at a time with the galleries. The galleries have more art, more artists, of course, and can sort of promote them as a portfolio or okay. uh, work but with them as a portfolio. But I think more artists need to be. Uh, uh, I mean, how many galleries are there in Oslo? It's maybe ten. With ten, ten good they ones. They yeah. represent, you know, let's say ten artists yeah. each. Ten twenty is a yeah. So it's hundred artists. So lots and lots and of great artists. There's and five thousand artists yeah. in in Oslo, maybe. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, six. I think. Yeah. So that's a marginal number, which is has access to that kind of world. Yeah, but I think also uh, that's why you have to engage, like I say, a bigger mm-hmm. public. And mm-hmm. I think it's if you can uh, match, or if we, if art can be available in a way to as a lot larger crowd of people a lot, yep. lot larger markets and that would be good for all parties because more people also need access to art mm. we sort of can't keep that from them and I think we do yeah. it in a little bit like the structure is today we keep good art away from, from the, the public yeah. they get to buy you know art in, in yeah, bullhoos yeah. <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah it's yeah. so sad yeah because yeah, it's ex- yeah. And it's great not, work and it's not there. that they're not willing because uh, you know like when you talk uh, I always try to kind of fish why people buy what they buy or why they don't buy and and even people who do buy you know what they're often really scared scared of is to look like a fool mm-hmm. you know that One they bought something which yeah. which which just that they paid you know whatever x number for a work and and yeah, it it didn't doesn't reflect the value mm-hmm. in a way, or the or the kind of the significance, or whatever you want to call it. Mm. And 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 uh, I mean, the advice people I always give, you know, start low. You know, just mm. just buy your work for a couple of thousand crowners, you know, mm. and do that a couple of times to so see what you what you're into. Mm. You know? 
people yeah. learn so much from action so yeah. doing things yeah. creates start, connections you, in your brain so yeah, yeah and really people think with art suddenly they they like all the skills they have in other fields mm-hmm. they suddenly forget yeah, yeah but that's the most funny thing because yeah. i talk to you know art collectors yeah. business people art collectors and then we start to talk about art no they don't know anything, anything. About, about art and nothing nothing so it's so, it's, it's so fascinating <laughs> and it's so weird and and I, I always love when people react like that because mm. then you you know, then then you have a conversation in that sense because you do know a lot of course yeah? they you do, do yeah. you know incredibly lot but you as again it has to do with they don't want to look like a fool mm. you know and but I think the art world is somewhat to blame also yeah, absolutely yeah for that because it's supposed to be or I don't know who to blame but really but there's there's this exclusivity and being insiders or yeah. knowing the codes and understanding it and it it that also translates into language like we talked mm. about earlier into the text and everything it's like if I you're not if you're, you're not if ins- you don't speak yeah, that language you're, you're not yeah, in, yeah. in a way but I had a um, I had a conversation about this also with with somebody who also didn't understand why why you know some people could call themselves artists and get mm. away with it and <laughs> and there is a protectionism in the art you know mm. where where which we all do where uh, uh and it has to do with a certain um arrogance is not the right word but it's a certain uh, uh i formulated i found a good formulation when i had the discussion but of course <laughs> you know, forget about it now but yeah, there is there is a protectionism going on with this artist, yeah, because we're so vulnerable, mm. you know, and mm. and and uh, uh, we are exploited on a, on a daily basis mm. through through very subtle kind of systems and stuff mm. like that, and and um, so so there there is also need to protect that identity as an artist, you know, and of course, but I think it needs to be translated in. The way I see, like, well, how would you explain the difference between art and design? You know, it's oh yes, yeah, yeah you get me started there because <laughs> yeah. I had I had a lot of conversation with that because I I dabbled a lot in design as well. Yeah. I, I made a living making furniture, designing mm-hmm. furniture, mm-hmm. and and that for years and years. Mm-hmm. And in the Netherlands, all of a sudden there was a period where the designers started to call themselves artists. Yeah, you know, did more conceptual kind of. Uh, uh, furniture pieces you know and and sold it for a lot of money mm. a couple of people and then that kind of people thought oh that's a successful strategy we copy it mm-hmm. but, you know mm-hmm. and the people who did it in the first place they were just smart right mm-hmm. and they didn't care if it was art or not they didn't call themselves they just okay uh, people call this art great I don't care mm. just call it art but then other people started designers started calling themselves artists mm. and the fundamental problem with this is you downgrade the design field because mm-hmm. suddenly you say, "Okay, art is better than design." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and that's that's what I've been fighting against. Yeah, for me, because for me there was always a clear divide between furnitures and art. I so it's just different, not better or worse. No, absolutely not. Yeah. No, no, because I I love making furniture. I still do, mm. but I had to stop it because it it created too much confusion mm. you know, where people uh, didn't they kind of thought both were art mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and uh, uh, and they came out of a completely different uh, part of myself mm, exactly yeah and that's the thing so how do you explain that yeah. there's different parts of you that and it is very difficult to explain it's maybe mm. not it's it's not very clear to explain it has it has something to do with kind of this 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 
being goal oriented or process oriented mm -hmm. you know like if i make a furniture i have to worry about aesthetics functionality mm -hmm. yeah and you know a quirkiness mm -hmm. yeah to make it interesting mm -hmm. interesting so yeah 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 and that's it mm. yeah that's all about about uh, a certain seduction of aesthetics or and which so you're thinking more about the client at that point or somebody in, buying it or in uh, in a way you know uh, of course you, you yeah often it is client related they want a bookshelf so you mm -hmm. can't just suddenly start making a couch no, no. Yeah? <laughs> so uh, uh, i mean you can push it quite far you can make like a couch uh, shelves or something yeah, you can integrate a couch into the shelves or whatever yeah, but yeah. but there's a limit there mm -hmm. yeah and and there's also a um and but you 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 want to do something you do a lot of stuff you already know you know you say oh that trick work or that material with that material works very mm. well or mm. uh, these proportions work 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 well and and oh, these techniques you know mm. i know are solid mm. well in the arts you know i try to do what i don't know, mm. you know and i fail at it mm. and that's great mm. yeah so this failure is very important in art mm. and and or this balance between f you know where where the chance of failing is very high or mm. and where this process is kind of you know doing stuff you're not completely comfortable with sometimes doing stuff you're completely comfortable with but uh, uh, there's a in yeah so in the end that's really a battle with yourself you're having mm. while making furniture is is maybe a battle you have with with the outside world mm. that makes sense yeah so uh, it's more the artistic intention comes mm. with art mm. so uh, you want to create something for the purpose of the creating. process and creating yeah. yeah but with design you have that end yeah, product wanna, so much you more you want to make a beautiful mind. object yeah. Yeah. Mm. And, and, uh, and you might want to challenge that beautiful object and of course there's there's design and art which kind of you know are on the in the gray area mm. you know which is interesting too but but still for me there's a clear distinction so this watering down of what is art is in a sense very good because it kind of makes a threshold into mm. art mm. lower but mm. on the other side it's it also downgrades in a lot of other fields yeah but uh, yeah. yeah but i think it's uh, important to be clear about the what? difference yeah. yeah yeah so we have to communicate much much more Mm. what the artistic intent is and mm. why that then becomes art and what we see is sort of if you can trace back to the process mm. and the choices mm. and everything you talked about it makes it more interesting and it makes it more understandable in a way yeah. because people I talk to say like well art is interior or you yeah, know yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, isn't yeah. it just having something blue or yeah. something red yeah. so, you know in that sort of shape or, yeah, yeah. No, no I mean, not really. It, it has a lot it, to do it with. It can be completely blue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, or. Yeah, yeah Yves Klein yeah. had a big blue thing going on, right? Yeah. yeah. But it's something, still something different. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, it really is. And it has a lot to do with education, kind of. And, and the art education in Norway is really a bummer. Yeah, but it's really bad. And Jan and I talk about this all the time. But yeah. Uh, we, but we can't every, everybody talks about we have to start early we have, we have to start in school yeah. and I say yeah that's fine and we have to do it and then we just have to shortcut it and say we have to make a message that is so clear yeah. and uh, sort of a, people, that people are able to understand yeah. that they can learn 
and change their mindset about art now yeah. because we can't wait for 30 years for no, new no, generation no, no, to come no, into it. No. We just have you, to, have to, we have to, you have to work on all levels at the same time. In that absolutely. Sense, yeah. So yeah. it's super important to get art into schools yeah. and have a much better training than we grew up with. Yeah. But we also have to train yeah, the people, yeah, yeah, because that's a great adults. thing. You know, we all can learn new stuff. You know, yeah, we, of course. It, it doesn't stop. Uh, and but see what people has uh, have learned about uh, Tesla. Yeah, people yeah. know so much right? about Tesla, right? <laughs> Self-driving cars and and all that kind of stuff. And it, but uh, that's an interesting. So I, I have this really corny kind of theory about art. You know, uh, like a three-part part thing, and uh, I just I formulated for fun, fun at some point, but it. There's there there's some it's quite useful in a sense you know we I approach art often in two uh, in three three ways so it starts with a certain seduction because mm-hmm. you have to get people into your world yeah you know? mm. and if you're not seduced into anything you're not going to engage with it mm. right and a seduction in the most broadest sense you yeah. know there needs to be something that catches the eye mm. yeah um uh, and then there's a as soon as you're in, there's a conditioning. Hmm. And the conditioning means that you start to be aware, okay, hey, the rules are different here. What are the rules? Oh, yeah, that that may be that, maybe that. So you start to questioning your surrounding. You start mm-hmm. to engage with it. You start to kind of uh, develop thoughts or projections or, or, or assumptions or whatever you do mm-hmm. in that in that context. And then there's a transformation. So when you go out, you've grown a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Or you're... Yeah, you you take some of that kind of thoughts into into back into your world, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think that's uh, I think that's where a lot of artists, I mean, failing is the wrong word, but where what, what lacks in a lot of art that it it doesn't let people in mm-hmm. unless you have a very kind of specific language to 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 work with, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's also um, I think also. A different way often the artist reads art than the public mm. does because mm. the public wants to have an explanation they want to mm. say what does it mean mm. what do I see yeah mm. or no no they want to first what people mostly ask when they come in they say, hey what is this mm. and I, my answer always is have a look first and we talk about it afterwards because mm. yeah? first you have to see you have to see what it is and, mm. and really start objectively that's mm. al- always a good thing where you say okay wow there's these and these and these and these elements. Mm. Oh, maybe they talk together. Maybe they mean something. And mm. and uh, if, at least the, the the stuff I do, I don't know what it means. I don't even care what it means. <laughs> no, I really don't. Mm. You know? And of course, I have stories, or I have I have uh, uh, um, fascinations, or I have things I use uh, again and again. Yeah. So there's a world which. Which emerges out of that, but it's it's not, you know, it's not like oh that stands for that that's and even if it stands for that, you know, I don't care, mm. you know, mm. it could as well stand for for the opposite, mm. you know, it's just a, uh, 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 it's just kind of a a mechanism to to be able to reflect or to think or to kind of be shaking out of your kind of your mindset, you know, so you. So the world opens up a bit, and mm. you're a bit confused, and you start to question things, and you know, hopefully, you know, something happens. Yeah, so that's a part of the value of art and experiencing mm. art. It's mm. not knowing, not understanding immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, being uncomfortable, uh, also. Yeah, 
Yeah. And thinking that being a bit uncomfortable is good and it's not right, knowing yeah. it's good. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's we're being challenged. Yeah. So we have to also communicate that. It's so much just the aesthetic and people who just want to see something that's beautiful and they want yeah. to sort of purpose behind it or something. But interesting artists so much more. Mm. Uh, but it takes a little bit of time to get there and to get people to 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 be willing I think yeah uh, to go into that process and really like everybody says you have to see a lot of art yeah. to be able to appreciate art in that sense yeah and so when you t- take the time to sort of be exposed also to the art in a way yeah 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 and that and that's how do you get these people in how, yeah. how or how do you get people in into the arts and and that's, I think that's very challenging because, I mean, even we as artists have a hard time to kind of just following or seeing what what is happening, what mm. is, uh, uh, especially I have two kids and to get to openings is a challenge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? And, yeah. And I love going to openings. and It's fun. It's <laughs> fun, yeah. It's super nice, but it's it's not always fun. I, I Sometimes I don't go because I'm not in the right state. Yeah. You know, I'm not in the right mindset. and. And then it can be really destructive too, you mm. know, that you come back basically broken because. Mm. And what happens then? Well, you pick yourself up and you'll you'll figure out. Yeah, but I mean, wh- why would mm. you then be? Uh, why would it be a not so positive experience because you? Well, you. As a, this is of course different for an artist and a non-artist, going, mm. you because know, I mean we have a lot to lose going to openings, mm. you know, because you're confronted with your own. Uh, non-success yeah yeah yeah? Mm. because you you have to celebrate other people's success Mm. which is beautiful and Mm. fantastic but Mm. you have to be in the right mindset to be able to appreciate someone else's success be happy for other people yeah Yeah? Mm. but that is something I I wonder a bit about and I I think it's important to uh, to talk more about it and tap into it because uh, I think artists would benefit from uh, sharing more of their sort of experiences and knowledges or knowledge mm. um, during the process of creating art. Mm. Not only I know artists doesn't only talk to each other uh, at openings, but I think for if for me from the business side, yeah. if I do something, if I have a challenging project, I will never do that just by myself. Yeah. I always have a lot of uh, a team of colleagues that I will work with and people with different experiences yeah. and different skills. Yeah, I'm very jealous. And, yeah. <laughs> but it's, yeah, yeah and it's still yeah. super challenging. Yeah. Uh, but why doesn't artists do that? More. Yeah, so we have yeah. like artists, um, I, uh, yeah, well, first of all, spaces, or, yeah. first of all, we can't afford it. You can't I, do. We can't afford it. Like I would, I would love, on the project I'm working on, I would love to have people helping me. And I would have tons of tasks for them to do, you know, mm. L- like marketing, mm. like you know, just I hate sending out emails. I uh, yeah, but I, I mean, uh, like just sharing and challenging each other in the process of creating oh yeah, the yeah, art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, if but, you have something that that we no, I think that we do more than than we maybe even notice. Yeah. Hmm. Because we are always talking about. I mean, th- there is like a, a continuous kind of high level discussion about kind of kind of the artistic strategies the artistic developments and the, the stages in your in your 
and a critical reflection uh, of your peers. Yeah, but do you have people in your studio with you, sort of looking so at something? E- and either I show them on, on just on, on my phone or on on, an, on a computer what I'm working mm. on, or mm. if I have the chance, I show them like a part which is physical. Mm. So, so at least I always look for that reflection. Mm. You know, I always look for, and the reason why I often do that too, and but I know a lot of people don't do it too. They just mm. sit in their own world and don't get out. Mm. But, but I try to do as much as possible. And it's not to kind of, it's more to kind of, to gauge how people react to what mm. you're doing, because mm. there's these micro reactions people mm. have when yeah. when you show them a project, they. You know, if they don't say anything, it's not good. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and 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 kind of how to read reactions because people don't want to hurt you. Yeah, you know? people don't want to hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. And often you ask, "Hey, please hurt my feelings," because if you, I don't get these feelings hurt now, I get them ten times bigger hurt at the end of the mm-hmm. stage, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm always looking for this for this kind of critique. And but do you really get it then, or do you have to sort of? You have to dig for it. Dig you for have it, to yeah, really dig for it. Yeah. Because if you're just like testing, just mm. looking for people's expressions, like you say, yeah. like uh, I can see if somebody or uh, read their uh, reaction, you know, mm. that's not really a fruitful discussion about your problem. So no. then you're just testing parts of your process. So yeah. I mean, like. Really and the digging. the other thing is also you kind of you have a certain number of people and you know okay uh, okay your partner reacts in a certain way and you know okay if she she or he reacts like that you know oh that's different than yeah so mm-hmm. so you read also the specific person's reaction yeah. in a specific way and you know their taste you know their kind of hiccups maybe mm-hmm. after a while and 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 so it it is in a sense kind of trying to triang- triangulate mm. to see okay okay that person reacts like that it's like this and it, it's all these small subtleties so there's never mm. like and even if they say very clear what they think it doesn't mean that they mean that mm. you know mm. so at least maybe I'm a bit too paranoid about it <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but it's uh, it's but, very hard to get like a good critique or good, good yeah, so input that, yeah so that's yeah. what I that is sort of my point that I think that. Uh, a lot of artists would benefit from really yeah. open discussions uh, about their art. Yeah, a certain in brutal the, honesty. Yeah, yeah, in the process. Yeah. And I think it will be, in the end, build sort of confidence because you have been challenged in yeah. a way and you will learn much more. Yeah. Uh, and your art will, in the end, get better because it's challenged and you... I full heartedly agree. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah but that's... Uh, but how would you build a platform or how would you build like a culture... That. You have to build culture for it. That's true, and it's also you have to. Um, it's a way of doing it, and so mm. it's uh, it's uh, it's uh, and sort of science in itself is how to collaborate and to share uh, constru- or critique and yeah. building. So, so what kind of tools do you have from the business side for that? Because yeah, as you said, this these are the same tools you use in business. I yeah. would say. Yeah. First of all, you have to agree that this is what we want to do. Yeah. So. Uh, yes, have to sort of uh, go into it with an open or open a deal market. with a deal that mm-hmm. we are going to be uh, giving each other uh, fair and honest feedback. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's the starting point, and yeah. then it's also how to receive it and how to give it. Yeah. And h- how to be honest so about it and how much time. Yeah. yeah. And how much time? But in you know in the business world, it's um, you have 
uh, well, you you do this as peers, you know, yeah. uh, ask each other for advice or all the time you do this, all the time mm. you ask somebody else uh, for feedback or, mm. uh, but f- uh, the background I come from, it's very structured. It's uh, uh, we give each, each other feedback all the time and it's very, we're trained in doing this because uh, yeah. we need to excel at all time in a yeah. way. And then we have to build each other. So if I see, if I know something, yeah, uh, and I work with another person, and I I understand that that person doesn't know this or yeah uh, hasn't uh, seen this before. I exp- I'm, I I meta communicate. Yeah, or I, t- I talk about uh, how why we're going to do this, uh, what's the purpose is, and why I'm going to say what I'm going to say. Yeah, and then I say it. Yeah. So and then we do it uh, and work with each other that way. Uh-huh. And ex- you really want that feedback, and if you don't give that good constructive feedback. You're, you're yeah on your yeah, own yeah you're now but you're underperforming and then mm. you will get feedback for not <laughs> giving feedback you know it's mm. really a system and that's mm. the thing it's a system for how it's supposed to be I think you're 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 kind of putting your finger on a sore spot absolutely you know, where where we uh, uh, we're very like in general the artist is very scared of dealing with this feedback because we're so vulnerable you know and but, and so but so are we is as a as a person that uh, has been uh it's my intellect i'm yeah. selling every day so yeah. my ability but to think I, i'm by so, the way i'm very fascinated by that and, and that's i think a part we can learn as well this kind of the i say the value of information hmm. you know and how do you how do you monetize on your information how do you have systems where you, where you say where you can bill each other for the information you're giving mm-hmm. and and but also understanding the value of the information you're sitting on. Yeah, but you're getting less vulnerable mm. if you're able to ex- exchange, exchange it yeah, yeah, earlier yeah. in the process. Yeah, yeah. So then you you sort of no, because that's the other thing also. Because we artists sit on incredible amounts of information, mm-hmm. yeah, and we share it freely, basically. Yeah, all the time. We just give it away. Mm. But that's good. I think it should be open, and uh, that's what the businesses do at this point. Mm. It's like we share share everything. It's uh, in yeah, the, the open source concept. Yeah, uh, open and source st- and, and and all the related, and that seeps through through everything. I would yeah. Say, yeah. So I think that's a good thing. So if mm. we can use that, mm. uh, and sort of that, and that being a part of the culture, yeah, and uh, restructuring it in a way. Where it makes sense in how you're um, building your own uh, competence and skills and everything, mm-hmm. that will build more artists mm. and it will sort of strengthen the whole community. Yeah. So, so the pro- so bu- building on the culture that already exists in yeah. a way and doing it a bit differently. Mm-hmm. I think this is super fascinating. You know, like my practical problem is, I mean, for me to to come to the skill level I'm now mm-hmm. just technical and, and, and I say artistically I had to focus everything on that I didn't have I say I didn't have room because mm. first of all you know like the time I didn't spend on art I had to spend on just making a living next to it mm-hmm. to, to be able to support the mm-hmm. art which is mm-hmm. a ridiculous idea to start with but you know to build a skill set which is which is so unique or valuable that you can actually leverage it mm-hmm. And and so in that process, there's very little room to kind of uh, uh, reflect on these kind of systems. Mm. But then you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Uh, but you mean like during that mm. phase? Let's say the first or? 10 to 20 years of your career. Yeah. You can't reflect on it. Uh, well, but if you have often you're, 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 you're so focused on just kind of producing and developing your, your, your language and your, your expression or your signature, or whatever you want to call it. Mm. That, that, uh, and that's all you have time for. Mm or all you have headspace for because it, it's all consuming because I mean, it's still the same I think mm. it's just a different way of doing it mm. so it will still be your thing you're just uh, talking more about or mm. it's just more input and more testing or more uh, it's it's still the same um, it can take you to maybe a diff- maybe it's it uh, involves to something a bit different mm. Be. No, I think it's it's. But uh, it's, a, it's the, that's. But I think that's the basis of the artist that uh, sort of needs to be there. And you, you talk about those insecurities, but no, but yeah. I think it, it taps into that insecurity in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and but it's also something like it took a long time for me and and with me a lot of other people to kind of uh, shake off all the myth and ideas. Uh, you have of what it means to be an artist mm. yeah. and not just and because there's a whole set of of myths or, or rules or ideas uh, for artists which the public doesn't even know about mm. right mm. I catch myself when I when I'm you know when I make a collage for example mm-hmm. like oh I'm not li- allowed to use this material this that's thought comes in my head mm-hmm. and and I train myself now to say okay why Mm, why? Who says and so? why? Yeah. Who says so? And mm. and and for what reason? And mm. uh, and uh, yeah, but just that there's these thoughts in your head means that you've been programmed along the way, or you you programmed yourself along the way, and and a lot of that programming is invisible and lies within mm. the as it the the art system. And mm. What you see and what is valued and what is talk about as yeah, what is real art or is yeah, what is successful art, yeah. in art and mm. and and you know what 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 gets picked up, what kind of strategies get picked, what kind of mentalities are picked up, what kind of you know, types mm. of arts are picked mm. up, and mm. and and uh, um, I do believe that you shouldn't consider all these things. You should really stick to your your own guns and mm. and and develop that to a level mm. you know, which excels everything, but. Uh, but nonetheless, eh, there's all these kind of hidden rules you have in your head, mm. you know, which kind of build up through through you know, as mechanisms when you were doing your education, when you were you know, engaging in the art art world, in the yeah. art market, in the in, eh? and also as a defense mechanism against. Because eh? yeah, you know, but I think it's really important that it doesn't mean it doesn't mean you have to give up your own integrity or your own drive or your own intention as an artist uh, I, I just to be open to other people's input yeah. and exchange much more yeah. information no, or I, I see that point so I think th- that's not where I see co- the problem yeah. I see the problem just in the practicality of it kind yeah. of how do you set up a fruitful system where you get this critique constantly yeah and and that's uh, what we're looking yeah. into <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so how do you uh, I'm, I'm reading this book by Ray Dalio now okay. no, it's, he's like one of the big like as a head fund, one of the biggest head fund managers okay. of, of what is it Bridgewater yeah what's the company yeah. called yeah. anyways he talks about this uh, this uh, uh, I say brutal honesty or this this uh, uh, um 
yeah, this willingness to disagree on a mm-hmm. constructive level, mm-hmm. you know? and and uh, uh, which I think is uh, it, it, it yeah, well, we're, and this is what, what we're talking about, kind of this idea that you that you get constant feedback. Okay, hey, mm. okay, you're going into that strategy. Mm. Uh, I've tried that strategy out many times, and these are the results. Mm. So uh, uh, work with that. But mm. I think uh, just another thought popped in my head. You know, the the other problem is, you know, is that these kind of conversations can also because in business. Mm. It's not a problem that you're all kind of the same, you know, because that you do like, you know, because that that's how it works. You kind of all have the same kind of strategy and the same kind of approach, and through <laughs> that, n- 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 I'm, I'm yeah, just yeah. I'm just simplifying, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, um, I'm trying to formulate a thought, and it's not kind of completely crystallized yet. So excuse my messiness <laughs> yeah. Yeah? and stupid stuff I say. But uh, um, you know, because you're working in teams much more naturally mm. you know you, you have a, a different dynamics within mm. that uh, and that that makes kind of group speak in a way mm. right yeah so you agree as a group uh, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. way you're going but as an artist you you're trying to find like this individual expression and it can be you know it if you don't and that's a very vulnerable point is that you get if you get too much critique at certain times that can uh, lead you on the right path which actually leads you to the wrong result mm. you know what I mean mm. because as an artist often you need to do the stupid stuff mm. because within that kind of conflict or that kind of problematics you find solutions you otherwise wouldn't have stumbled upon mm. and so so in that mechanism there's also something valuable mm. you know what I mean yeah yeah, I do understand. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're we're pushing uh, at least. Uh, yeah, but I I think here. I think I understand what you mean. But uh, but does it have to be, or does it has to be, or uh, well, but, but just you have to figure it out yourself. But I think you you will anyway because I think that's the point. Mm. As an artist, it's always in the in the end. It all it is always you yeah, who, yeah. and your art anyway, you know? So Yeah, you, you you might have a good point there that that maybe in the start when you start a process where, where you have like this this constant kind of uh, uh, critical reflection with, with other peers and other people that you're a bit swayed but after a while you get secure in it and you find your own voice within that too yeah so being challenged by others Mm. uh, doesn't Mm. mean you have to be uh, uh, pushed in a a certain direction by that Mm. group of people it just means it it just means you you get to sort of be challenged at that point maybe some of it might be and we haven't really done this but uh, it's knowing uh, it's sort of uh, being able to know when you need input yeah. and when yeah. you should ask for some input yeah. by others. And that is also a sort of a skill in a way, knowing yeah. when you need input. So, if so you, how, how do you learn that in business? Uh, because we, it's it's you're so trained in it. But people are not doing it all the time. So it, yeah. in the business uh, world I come from, in consulting, mm-hmm. Uh, which is the sort of more, most structured, maybe part of it uh, yeah. in that sense. Um, 
uh, it's reformalized. So it's in the beginning of a project, you talk about it, uh, you have meetings during the process, and then you talk about it. And in the end, you talk about it, and then you talk about your whole career, mm. you know, every year, a couple of times. Mm. So it's a lot of different uh, points, uh, yeah. a time, times in, in, a, in a process or in a, in a project or yeah, mm. during the year that you're just supposed to talk about it yeah. and think about it and, f- and formulate yourself what you want feedback, what kind of feedback you need. Yeah. Uh, looking yeah, forward in that's an interesting you're reflecting on mm. what for this certain project uh, what will be my challenges mm. uh, what do I need support with mm. and what do I already know you know mm. uh, where where do I need to sort of push myself yeah and by expressing all those things in the beginning of the project you know kind of who to talk to who has those skills yeah. who has those insights and yeah. mm. and where should you just mm. also it's important to feel your uh, on top of something, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort of yeah. also as to, uh, as to sort of uh, yeah. say this is something I'm really good at, and yeah. yeah. No, just to, to to do a humble brag. I mean, that's what what this podcast has been about from the start. To kind of because uh, yeah, I got a kid suddenly, mm-hmm. and then I didn't have these artistic conversation or these kind of critical conversation or these conversation for conversation shakes or whatever you want to call yeah. them. And and uh, um, and the other thing is like people get so busy. Mm. That they don't take the time. I mean, when was the last time you sat sat down and had like a, a couple hours conversation? Nobody does that no. anymore, no. unless you put a microphone in somebody's yeah. face. Then, yeah. then suddenly they. And so I found out. Oh, there is actually a, a, a you know, there's a possibility here to not only to kind of create a platform for yourself to kind of you know invite you know people mm-hmm. like you people mm-hmm. like uh, uh, just people have other skills, other ideas, other strategies. But also be able to share it and yes, to kind true. of yeah. distribute really that knowledge. Yeah, you're really doing it with yeah. the uh, Fido show. Yeah, you yeah. are. Yeah. To distribute that knowledge and 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 that goes back to also what you said. You know, with that with with that information, with that insight of kind of how artists think, how they kind of what tr- what problems they run into, mm-hmm. what kind of challenge they under, what what kind of languages they use to explain things, and how you know. I mean, I at least say a lot of stupid stuff, and you know that we're just humans, and we just like anybody else right and and i think that's super important but i mean now there's coming more podcasts i mean you get uh, but i've been on my own at least in norway doing these kind of long yes long form conversations uh, uh since 2013 and mm-hmm. now uh, um has come yeah. and you have this kunst but it's more like a vlog or like yeah there's a vlog yeah yeah and but there's stuff happening you know and mm. it's really good and yeah it's good and it's important that it uh it's uh mm. the more po- um, the, the, the people try different ways so mm. talking about art and uh, yeah. I, I don't reach that many people i really reach like a couple hundred people maybe mm-hmm. max right which what? is which is That's a, not hard. Yeah? He's joking. Yeah, which yeah. is no, which is a very small group, and yeah, it's and good. and that has has also to do with marketing. I don't market that much. Yeah. Yeah. And and because I don't know how, and I do know how, but I don't. I don't feel comfortable. Doing it. What and why is that? I don't know. I really don't know. Mm. It is. I I don't know. I'm trying to but figure people it out. Talk, yeah. People talk about your show, like the Frido show. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing I heard about before I yeah. uh, even met you. Yeah. So I 
knew oh, about it. Yeah. But that's so I was super honored when you t- <laughs> asked me to come on the show. But it's really weird because I never get that feedback. Yeah. I hardly ever hear like n- now and again people say, "Oh yeah, they they ref- reference it," but. Hmm. I don't know. I don't get any reactions uh, <laughs> on on you know on whatever these media's are, mm. and, and so I don't know. I just put it out there, and I hope I hope somebody listens. And, and yeah, uh, people. And yeah, I'm willing to make a fool out of myself, which I, I think often, ho- hopefully, I often do. Um, yeah, but make a fool. I mean, life is not that serious, you know. No, exactly. It's, it's super serious. Sometimes life is so serious, and you can't, ex- you can't, um, mm. uh, you can't uh, come out of it or, yeah. or uh, escape it. I mean, you can't. Sometimes life is so serious, you can't escape it. No, escape it's just it. serious. Period. <laughs> yeah. Super serious. Yeah. Uh, and for the rest of it, yeah, we it, can, yeah, enjoy ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I think that's important. Yeah. No, but also um, the idea is. Um, I mean, there's. Uh, th- this is also why I'm so fascinated talking to you because I do believe in this this idea of sk- skill stacking. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not my idea. I, mm-hmm. I stole that from, mm-hmm. from 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 I think from Scott Adams. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. this idea of skill stacking, where you do like all kinds of unrelated, which you which you also have done. Mm-hmm. You know, like you you have like uh, the short biography you gave me. You have uh, certain snippets which. Yep. Which come together after a while, and you yeah. make your kind of unique set and your yeah. unique knowledge and mm. your new unique input in mm-hmm. in what you're doing, and and with that you also show kind of, hey, it's possible, mm. you know, stuff you didn't think were possible is possible. The reason why I have a podcast because I've been I started listening to woodworking podcasts. Mm. They were pretty early early doing yeah, that really? stuff. Yeah, yeah and mm. again, two thousand, I think, in around two thousand nine, ten, I started listening to these things. Yeah. And no, no earlier, probably to. I didn't even know when I started listening to podcasts, but, but, these were just normal people. Uh, doing this and starting podcasts is super easy. You just buy some equipment, <laughs> and and I I bought fancy equipment. You know, yeah, I could have done it with a lot easier stuff, but mm. uh, but, uh, and then you just record it and put it online. So mm. it's really, and just to be able to own your whole kind of process and your whole kind of platform mm. you know that idea really stuck with me and that kind of developed into this idea of okay i can run several platforms mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i can run a publishing platform i can run like a podcast platform and then i can maybe run a logistics platform i can run a, a, a cur- curating platform and, yeah, and i of course have my art platform mm-hmm. and oh maybe i can ha- run like a, a design platform next to it too and suddenly you have all these platforms and by by dividing them up in different platforms, as soon as I did that, uh, I became so much more effective and so much more uh, calm because mm. they didn't start competing with each other. You know, because when I was doing my art, I was like, "Oh shit, I have to do this project," or, or you know, I uh, or when I was do uh, was curating, I thought, "Oh shit, I can't work on my art." Mm. Well, now that they have like the specific regions, I can say, "Okay, mm. no, I'm working on this now." Mm. So it's much more cl- much more clear to you what you're yeah. focusing on. Yeah, and wh- what it is. What it kind of skills you're bringing into it. Or yeah. What, yeah, yeah. And then and then suddenly you're having so so far five platforms. Mm-hmm. And, That's really good. And and it doesn't feel that much, mm-hmm. even though it's ridiculous. Kind of all this different stuff yeah, you yeah. do, but but it, which has to do with skill sticking, where suddenly, you know, because you structure it in a certain way, because you 
formalize it in a certain way, it actually gets easier. Mm. Yeah. So is it less stress trying to figure yeah. out what you're yeah. supposed to do? Yeah, yeah. because... I mean, so you have a platform where to do yeah. this and... And and a lot of stuff you can script, you know, yeah. with a podcast. I mean, there's, you know, I take a picture first <laughs> because what I found out uh, the hard way after you're done with the podcast, there's not the right energy to do a picture. Yeah. Yeah. You have to look a bit excited. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> going into yeah, it. And after you're done, you, I mean, you know, sometimes the, the longest I've done was we talked for four hours. Oh, yeah. Right. You, yeah. You're, you're not, you know, at that time you just want to go home and, <laughs> Super and, tight. and, uh, and yeah, relax. But, you know, and just these small things. It was also when it's done, you know, I I decide I made a certain decisions. I'm not editing it, mm-hmm. and it has to do with practical parts. Also, I don't want to spend that time editing and and being saying, oh that you know like, and and it's I well, also you, feel you promised me you would edit. <laughs> so <laughs> wait, that's why I agreed to. Just checking no, but yeah, uh, you know, I do edit sometimes. Sometimes, you know, if, if it's uh, I take like if there's annoying noises, I take it out. Or if you know, sometimes you say something which you know you shouldn't say in public yeah. for whatever reason. So I because uh, it hurts other people or, or uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, so then of course I cut it out. But but all in all, I leave the conversation as is, and, mm. and so I just tweak the sounds a bit, and I do that. I have like a script for that. Mm-hmm. I do this, 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 and this, and then the sound gets good enough mm. yeah it doesn't need to be perfect doesn't need to be it just needs to be quickly out there mm. Yeah. Mm. and then so i use the l- least amount of time on the whole process mm. yeah. and the longest time i use is really on the podcast itself and 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 that's why i can do it mm. because it's all scripted it's all automated it's all mm. and then it goes you know but now we've done it for a long time so yeah yeah, yeah. But I, I started that system quite early and that's okay. why i could keep it on up mm. because i have to do this next to all the other stuff I don't know. yeah and this this idea of of uh, um, of scripting of kind of everything that has to do with the creative process you script it and you you formalize it or you kind of automate it or whatever mm-hmm. I thought it was a really useful tool and I mean that's also why I'm again yeah. so interested in talking to that business side because I uh, yeah because that's that's really still a part that lacks because yeah. mm, what I found out structuring kind of starting to structure because I really just started structuring things first of all you find out okay other people have, and, and uh, as, that's why I think your point is so valid kind of this outside critique kind of these I think what we need more of is not so much our peer critique about the process but really this critique of our processes our supporting processes mm. You're kind of, how do you how do you organize your life? How do you, mm. <laughs> you know, how do you, uh, what are the consequences of certain decisions, of certain attitudes or certain kind of philosophies or ideas? Huh? Mm. And I think that's where we could benefit it most as artists, you know, because on that psychological part, we really lack. Because mm. I think this artistic process, the critical part in that, w- I do believe we we've nailed that as much as we can. I mean, mm-hmm. of course, there's always room for improvement, but I th- I don't think that's where the biggest deficit is. It's really in kind of uh, often practical stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, how to... Uh, um, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of kind of strategies or ideas <coughs> I wish I had a lot earlier. 
but mm. I, I... It's a lot about... I talk about a lot to artists about this. And uh, I think uh, for a lot of people, it's easier to open up about these discussions with me because mm. I don't have... Uh, an artist You're or not competing the, yeah. in that sense yeah a background so uh, mm. everybody knows i'm just uh, a business person with mm. an in- interest in art mm. so in that sense i'm uh, i can only help in a way right i yeah. can't be a, a threat um because yeah. they can choose not to be a part of it or be a part of it or mm. whatever mm. Uh, so people are super open, I I think, mm. uh, and discussing or uh, I, sharing I think, challenges. In- I think it's also very unique, you know, a person, uh, you, know, you what you bring. There's not that many people from from the, from another field, not mm. necessarily only business, but from other fields, mm. come in with such a, such a kind of honest interest. Like, hey, and also saying, hey, I, I love you guys, but you're you know, <laughs> there's room to improve. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, which is basically it, yeah. <laughs> Mm. And I think that's that's first of all very flattering, flattering, and and very necessary. Yeah, and and and. Uh, but yeah, but yeah. it's so. I think you know, art is so important that we sort of can't miss that opportunity to yeah to improve a little yeah. bit because there's a huge room for improvement yeah. really and the potential for more people to uh, enjoy. And appreciate art, mm. and own to own art, and no, see I, I would say like in Norway, especially or most Western yeah, especially. world, like you know, it's no problem for for each household to kind of buy you artwork a year, yeah, and it doesn't need it's to be no, like money wise, that's that that wouldn't even put a dent in the budget. No, 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 it's uh, the money is there. It's mm. just uh, a way of oh. Making it making uh, that connection, yeah. connection, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it needs. I think it's the value of art needs to be translated a little bit. Yeah. Uh, people buy coffee machines for you know fifty thousand knock. Yeah. And throw it away. The other year. Yeah, because they have a new one. If you s- yeah, it doesn't match yeah. really with this new thing, yeah. or you know that's that's really sad <laughs> to, but, to be but in it. But I, the point I is also hear like a lot of people buy art like that they just oh we need something on the wall we yeah and, and they can spend the same amount on an artwork and just after you so say ah oh, it doesn't fit anymore we get it get get it and they don't know what to do with it or they mm. just put it in storage or, or, or mm. whatever but i think um, we also in a way to make this a whole art business uh, more healthy mm. as uh, a whole mm-hmm. We also have to uh, accept and appreciate art being traded more. Yeah. So, but the thing is, when you when you uh, when you when you, when you, when you yeah, there, throw away a, that coffee machine, yeah. hopefully somebody when, will buy it. Somebody will. Yeah, and people put it on fin, and you know, uh, art is of course something a bit different and should be treated in a different way. But I think selling art or uh, trading art is a good thing mm-hmm. it's a good thing to own art it's a good uh, thing but to you can, own art it's also a good idea to change your mind sometimes okay yeah. great I've, I've had a great uh, I saw a documentary about Lars Ulrich yeah from, yeah, yeah. From oh, yeah Metallica, Metallica right? yeah. He's a fan. I'm a huge fan yeah. <laughs> yeah. Metallica if you hear this yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah. he's a huge art collector yeah he's and at certain times I know I'm gonna I'm gonna sell my work you know, mm-hmm. he made a decent profit out of it too because he 
he probably he bought smart, but yeah. but also he wanted he wanted to you know start new or want to do something else, mm-hmm. something different. So he needed that that away, and I think that's mm. that was actually pretty cool. Mm. Was like okay, yeah, no. And, and I think that's you. You touch upon on something. I think a lot of people think when they buy art, they have to keep it the rest of their life yeah. and kind of you know, give it to their grandchildren or whatever. Yeah. And, and it doesn't has and just doesn't have to be that yeah. way. So I think if if you also accept that you can train art and that is be just as uh, everything else in your life yeah. changes, yeah. the art you own changes. Yeah. The and something stays with you forever, of course. Yeah, yeah. And something just doesn't. The, the tricky part with that is with trading art is what you see in the auction houses often. That mm. that kind of, and that's also where a lot of people feel like a fool. They bought a work and then it goes to an auction house and it just gets like a tenth of the price. Yeah. Because the problem with art often is, you know, there's. It's it's not like a consumer good where you know they look almost identical do the same thing you know it's mm-hmm. like it's a very personal thing yeah. so what resonates with one person doesn't res- necessarily resonates with the other with another person mm. and so how do you find so to say mm. the right right platform for the different types of work or different types of, mm. of but I think of, it's uh, not like one buyer or one uh, art collector so some people will collect because it's an expression of who they are and mm-hmm. I uh, just saw some uh, recent um, uh, studies, so yeah. you know the experience part of buying art is still the most important thing. Huh. I think the second part is really the social value, and that's quite interesting. Huh. So people think that the way they express themselves yeah. as an art collector yeah. or the art they own yeah. is super important to them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm a collector myself too. Yeah, so I, yeah, yeah. I, as many, many heads, but uh, uh, I do, I do buy art in a different way because I'm an artist myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I often mm-hmm. buy art of uh, uh, types of arts which I know I can't do myself, mm-hmm. and or, or which I just have a deep appreciation for a certain form which I don't necessarily want to do or can do mm-hmm. or, or mm-hmm. What, whatever it is. So it's 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 more or less a peer-to-peer appreciation, mm. which is different than than like other art collectors who would you say who want to express a certain thing with them, mm. w- with with what they buy. They want to express a certain identity or or, or explore a certain identity. Mm. And uh, and so I just buy things uh, things they think are nice, you know, nice, yeah, yeah, interesting, or yeah. Yeah. yeah, or it just resonated with them at that point, and yeah. then they. And I think also this collector and uh, the word art collector yeah. is a bit uh, very loaded. Yeah, very loaded, and we have to change it because you don't have to collect art to buy art yeah. and appreciate art and own art. Yeah. You know, you don't have to have that commitment. Yeah, uh, and yeah, I think that's another barrier actually. Your 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 opinion because I that holds people also back because they believe if they buy like like uh, you know like. Uh, Real art. Mm-hmm. You know, I put like this exclam- yeah. for, yeah. the, for the listeners. I put <laughs> this exclamation yeah. marks <laughs> around it. But uh, is that that they feel that they have to become collectors and that yeah. they have to do this the rest of their life and and mm. and, uh, and and that they have to commit like you know mm. this kind of thing to it. And, mm. and, and some people are co- collectors and they just collect yeah. cars or you know stamps um, or art or whatever. But my yeah. theory is you know there's type that collects yeah 
and and that can be anything. That can be anything. It can be anything. So and that's mostly a type you collect, of person. You, know, you mostly you collect several things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Or at least I do. Yeah, yeah. I, I have several types of collections. But yeah. It's, uh, See, you are actually a collector. You li- collector. Yeah, you yeah, like your collector I, type. Yeah. yeah, but that's also but but there's there's a different part of of me collecting as well because if I want other people to buy my art. Mm. I want to go to, to the process of buying art, mm. if, partly as research to say mm. how does it feel to buy art. Mm. You know how how does that experience feel? Mm. You know when you and what happens in the aftermath. You know like mm. I'm going to curate in a, a show at No Place now with oh, an yeah, artist great. I've been collecting since yeah, yeah. since beginning of time. Whatever it is. You know, so so I own three works of him. Yeah. You know, and the first work I bought from him was, was he, he graduated and I, I was still in art school. Mm. And I didn't have the money to it, so I paid it down and, mm. and it was still really cheap. And so through the years I bought like a piece here and there. Mm, nice. And, and, uh, and, but I'm also curating. I, I showed him when I was running a gallery myself. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, uh, and so now I'm, I'm curating it for, for no place. Mm-hmm. And... His name is Nelis van Hulten, mm-hmm. by the way. So, uh, he he will appear. I will do a podcast with him too, yeah, cool. of course. But uh, yeah, but it's this, you know, it becomes all of a sudden becomes bigger. It becomes a part of you know, like a a, a flow or, or like a like a larger thing. Mm-hmm. And and you know, so but so this collecting is. Yeah, so I th- uh, and I th- thought this from the start. You know, if uh, if if you want to sell your work, you have to also know how it is to buy work. Mm. You know, and mm. and plus, uh, and on on a like a like a more philosophical level too. You know, if you're if you want to support or if you want to uh, um, uh, support is not the right way. If you want to uh, promote, mm-hmm. you know, that more people s- buy art, you have mm. to make an example yeah, first yeah. of all. Mm. So I dedicate uh, uh, like I buy one artwork a year. Yeah, good. Hmm. And uh, and you know mostly around the ten thousand crown range because that's hmm. what I can afford. Hmm. I, I can't even afford that, but I I do that. Hmm. You know? hmm. And I trade art, of course, hmm. whenever whenever that opportunity comes. Yeah. And, and so slowly and sadly, I kind of am adding to my collection. So I hmm. so I own about I would say ten. 10, 15 works. Yeah, I don't good. even. I don't even know exactly. <laughs> no, <laughs> there you go. It's, uh, but is it you? You said you you collect art. Um, you don't make or can't make yourself. Well, you can't know, make I, is a difficult thing because that can make. Yeah, we can't pretty much yeah, anything. Yeah, but of course, but, but it, it's would, that's something you wouldn't make necessarily. It, it stands for yeah. like a, a certain artistic expression or a certain kind of mentality, which which I know I don't have. Yeah, and mm. I'm I'm not interested in in getting either. Mm. Yeah. But, but you appreciate it, it. But something I really yeah. deeply appreciate yeah. often. Yeah. Yeah. So that's sort of uh, the strategy mm. behind your collection or the red the line. Or, yeah. there, I mean, mm. and that's the problem. Also. There's, there's not, never just one strategy. Yeah. There's always kind of layers of strategies yeah. Yeah. intertwining. Mm. And, yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah, but I think also the word is collector uh, with women. Mm-hmm. Uh, resonates differently. I don't think women okay. see themselves as collectors. There's some uh, also some research around this uh, in some surveys. Yeah. Oh, that surprises me actually. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's a guy thing to be a collector. 
uh, much more than for women. So mm. I think it's much more for the uh, emotional side. Yeah. So for women to when they buy art. Mm. Hmm. And men, um, men, I think, see more of the game, of the sort of the yeah. trade and the collecting yeah. thing, and yeah, because yeah, expression of themselves and everything. And for women, it's more the connection, emotional connection they have yeah. with art, piece, yeah, yeah. every sort. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So, so for the men, it's maybe more the sta- status of yeah. being a collector. For yeah. the women, it's more the significance of the of the collection or of the works acquired. I think so hmm. Yeah. Hmm. more it's interesting yeah hmm. yeah it doesn't need to be like that I guess because yeah it's just a word it's just a word yeah sort of other, or yeah just kind of how you end identify with it because I yeah yeah uh. so but yeah, I think it's and that's fine I think we have different minds mm. and uh, you know I <laughs> yeah luckily <laughs> yeah luckily but I, that's fine you know mm. women mm. and men doesn't work the same way mm-hmm. uh, oh. we have different minds and uh, and you have to play to it also yeah. you're going to do it uh, in different way because if I think think back so the people that, that bought my work mm-hmm. I think it's more or less 50 50 mm. it's not it's but they buy for different reasons yeah and that's so interesting because I, I try to kind of find out okay who buys my work and it's all over the place it's really it's really there's really yeah. no not a consistent kind of group that kind of buys my work because mm. that, that's also a bit of a, a challenge I think with artists because you're just one person yeah and, and you maybe need more sort of volume or numbers to sort of see the structures yeah. but there are definitely yeah. structures in it and that's why the galleries have their position because they yeah. can make or see structures and they can tap into it yeah but i think it's important uh, also for other or more artists to benefit from it in a way yeah so you can get uh, clients customers to <laughs> towards so the right have the right connection to connect them to yeah. the right artist to the to right uh, artist yeah. yeah but then you have to have a volume yeah uh, to sort of make that structure to be able work. to to, to mm-hmm. deliver that that yeah. uh, kind of specificness mm. so when you That's don't really yeah. yeah so when you don't really see a pattern uh, among your own clients mm. there's still a pattern but it's just beyond yeah, you it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not a pattern I can kind of yeah. decipher mm. but there still is one huh. for sure yeah. People are it's, it's so it's so interesting. You know, people we're so simple yeah, <laughs> in so many are. ways. <laughs> yeah, we think we're so you know complex so and we're, yeah, we're that. not at no. all. No. And uh, one of my favorite things, um, again, analogy uh, from tech. Yeah, is people we have so uh, uh, so uh, uh, predictive yeah. uh, patterns. Yeah. That the police, like in in London, they have they use this predictive analysis wow. uh, to place police officers in certain areas because it's so likely that a Did crime is going to be committed. There. Yeah, huh. isn't that fascinating? Oh, wow! Yeah. yeah, so I love that. So I think that kind yeah. of technology needs to be applied into arts as well. You know, <laughs> but uh, it's I had this idea actually talking about being artists, but. Uh, an idea of an art piece yeah. really showing that because if you can predict what is going to happen well there, there's been like in the design field there's been like things like that where where people said hey we're gonna we're gonna be able to predict what you're gonna design mm-hmm. and the way they did that they controlled 
kind of the the way from the hotel to the studio yeah with that because mm-hmm. they understand you know with creativity you 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 pick up the the i say the the things that the inspiration that's on the way and mm-hmm. you know okay okay and these things are more likely to be inspiring than others and they predicted mm-hmm. pretty much what and kind of also the way how they phrase the question kind of yeah, push them into yeah. those kind of and kind of the pressure they put on them to kind of uh, you solve like that design thing hmm. so they they couldn't prepare for it you know they just had to kind of hmm. come up with it on the fly and hmm. and uh, yeah there's a and again that there, there, there comes the vulnerability of the artist as well because we often don't have that overview you know where we don't have where other people can come in you need the structures mm. uh, around the artists mm. uh, we need that a protective it, layer yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, but I think it's it's just people are so afraid of uh, you know people want art to be free and art should be free yeah. in a way but I think creating those structures doesn't make art less free no. it makes it more free because you can um, but that's also one of the artist myths Mm. is that that you you shouldn't conform you shouldn't kind of be part of the system you shouldn't be and and the problem with that and you know what you point out as well is that then the system wins because Mm. you know but you're all part of the system the house always wins (laughs) (laughs) but we are so Mm. exactly yeah yeah yeah. and but this idea that that the artist can stand outside of society and and be this this whatever thing isn't like an outdated idea but it still it's so, sticks around yeah I mean, it's really outdated and it that it it's not what uh, uh it's not what makes art free hmm. so no. you can still be a part of everything and you can hmm. still choose uh the art or the art you want to do is the art you do in a way yeah. and that's really important to protect that idea because yeah. artists if you want to appreciate I mean, the value of art we really need to protect artists mm. uh, integrity and ability to create the art they want mm. this, this is a thing I've been researching you yeah. said with all these platforms and yeah. all this automating of s- systems that don't have to do anything with the creative process mm. it is actually to free up more time yeah, for yeah. this creative yeah, process yeah. and to protect it Pro- so, to protect so, it. so yeah. the energy doesn't seep out in all these kind of exactly yeah. practical yeah. bullshit logistic yeah. bullshit like you know what, whatever things in so yeah. when you are in the process you're in the process and you can yeah. focus 100% so it's of, about yeah. strengthening mm-hmm. that part which is the core mm-hmm. of art mm-hmm. uh, and if we dilute the core of art it you know won't mer- work mm-hmm. so it's about all about strengthening it yeah. uh, strengthening it yeah. <laughs> um, and so that's uh, there's no conflict and mm-hmm. I think that is something artists need to understand that if we really want to make it work, we want to protect yeah. the basic yeah. or the basic. But it, 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 this is this is also a process of building trust in mm. the first place, I think, because you know because there is a history of of artists being exploited, you know, mm. which is the prevailing history. Mm. So so to turn it around, it starts with trust that we you know that we get people like you we we know have our backs. Mm. Yeah, we can trust upon and 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 so there also needs to be i say clear uh, i say a clear uh what do you say there needs to be 
I don't have the words for it. it you know, like that that position needs. You know, how can be that? Uh, um, you know, that position you takes in as a as a kind of a link between. Uh, uh, between the artistic uh, uh, work and the real world, mm. yeah, like a translator, mm. you're basically a translator. And and how do you create like a, a clear platform or a clear kind of environment, which which the artist can trust? Mm. Yeah. But the artists also need to want to trust yes. in a way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, yeah. of course, it goes both ways. You know, mm. There's also the the uh, and it, but it, and we have it, to prove it. I think I, we have yeah. to prove it yeah. that uh, this is what we really want to do. And maybe say maybe us from the business side has have to prove it first. Maybe I don't know uh, because I, you're the stronger part. Yeah, maybe in some parts. In, yeah. in other parts, we have to prove it too because uh, uh, we have to also. Yeah, we have to show a willingness. Yeah, we have to show a, an openness and and uh, and uh, and a commitment yeah. also to change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, but I mean, that goes from both sides. Yeah. So Super yeah, <laughs> yeah, but we have yeah. to commit to it. I think and agree yeah. upon it and see, yeah. say that this is something we really want to do and we see it as a challenge and something that doesn't work perfectly today mm. and we want to change it yeah. and improve it and it doesn't happen it, do, it won't happen if just uh, us from the business side come comes into the art world and think we're going to fix it we're not going to fix it it's there, no uh, you have to it's not collaborate. about fixing no, it's not about fixing no. yeah, exactly yeah. it's about changing it and yeah. then you have to come together to do it yeah. Mm. Yeah. it's kind of really pooling your strength and and yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. So, so you started. You started. Uh, did you start a company with Jan? Yeah, it's a partnership. A partnership. It's a yeah. B, you know, called a bureau, or yeah. Yeah, bureau. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, w- what do you provide, and how do you provide it? <laughs> yeah, uh, you provide business support, so. Uh, more strategic support or uh, building uh, artists and their artists, uh, what do you call it? Kunstnerskap. And then there's project support, which is basic. You have a project or you have yeah. a bring a project and we do that together in a way. Yeah. Uh, and we can be producers, which, which means we take a more responsibility for the completion of the project. Yeah. And then we really work a lot of uh, a lot on just changing uh, the business. Yeah. So a lot of things that are not paid <laughs> is right. not resolved yeah. and everything. Yeah. And we a, just try to or most most. And that just starts being honest about budgets, understanding how budget works, and say, okay, have you considered your six hundred hours? Yeah. You put in there as well. No. And, <laughs> and, uh, no. Yeah. So really, so it's, uh, but I think uh, the potential within art, I think is uh, tremendous. Mm. Uh, so it's an investment and we're going to change how it works. Yeah. I'm, I'm, con- I'm absolutely convinced I, we're going I'm to change it. I'm too, absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I mean, there, uh, you know, the conversation I have with a, with a lot of my artist friends and stuff is that, you know, there is, 
there's a stagnation in the art there's a confusion in the art uh, both from gallery sites from artist side is that we know we know it's it's it it doesn't work i mean it's still functioning but it hmm. doesn't work you know the way it's not healthy yeah, uh, it's not it's not a healthy system mm. and, and you feel it on all sides and 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 uh, and no but the problem is really everybody uh, just has their hands in the hair and they just yeah say i don't know we just keep on doing it a bit as we do it now because we have no alternative mm. you know we have no no other option really and, mm. and people are trying out stuff different options or there's a lot of behind the scenes which is happening i guess mm. i mean you're you're an expression of that together with jan mm. right but uh, but yeah there's a need there's a need to to yeah to open something up or to to yeah. release a certain potential and there's not yeah. one solution or one mm. company so it's mm. really creating a bigger ecosystem yeah. uh, around the art world yeah uh, with different, you know, solutions, different services, yeah. uh, different different structures, mm. uh, different purpose, mm. uh, and that in when we get that, it means it's uh, it's more healthy because yeah. those structures can only survive if it's uh, as a healthy basis. Mm. And what we see, so, is it, so it's not really there. So yeah. yeah, no. So I mean, again, you know, for for. Uh, for a certain type of art, artists, they don't worry because they they get access to these things w- very easy. But how, like in in this this kind of structure you're proposing or this kind of direction you're proposing, how how do you safeguard like the vulnerable artists? You know, the mm. artists with maybe very good work but crappy skills and other <laughs> all in in all other you know social uh, financial strategic uh, mm. uh, whatever you want to call that's our super clients <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, but we're you know yeah. i think people um uh, artists uh, like i said should be should you catch them or should you just let them fall no i think we should catch them yeah mm. artists that are excellent artists yeah yeah, yeah. should have a structure uh, that supports them mm-hmm. and who determines who's an excellent artist yeah that's <laughs> But that's sort of the risk mm. you have to take because mm. uh, uh, I don't think we have a perfect formula for mm. deciding who's the best um, best artist. But that's also why we can't only work with one artist. Yes, we have to work with more artists. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just I'm just pointing this out because um, I have that question, you know, because I think, as I said, art art is the winner takes all market or world. You know, you kind of either excel or you don't and, mm. and it's not not everybody succeeds that's just the history no, but I think and not think everybody needs to succeed too if it succeed in what way because uh, in being, being to, able to express yourself how you want yeah but I think so many people and so many artists do that and are successful but they so, don't have a platform to show it yeah but they, it was, and many, many people many artists do mm. also so yeah. I think uh the success is not being an artist superstar, you know, uh, a famous celebrity artist. That's not success. So, no, I, I don't. I don't see success like that. I see. I see success is that you, um, that you have the tools to express what you want to express. Mm-hmm. You know, and these tools are are both artistic tools and also, and, but you're an artist. 
you're not an artist to kind of just work on your work. You're an artist also to show and share with the world what you what you trying to figure out. Mm -hmm. and, and there's a lot of people who hardly have a platform. Who have a platform to show? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Who don't who don't get in mm. for whatever reason? You know, because they they're clumsy. Yeah. Uh, uh, clumsy social wise or they don't mm. know how to network or they mm. don't know they they don't know how to write applications they mm. don't know how to you know or they just make art which is not on vogue or in 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 trend at the moment or mm. you know whatever the reason is you mm. know or or it just yeah and and I think it's it's a very in, interesting and very problematic thing also kind of you know who's in and who's out mm. And this, uh, what we talked about earlier, the systems we have now, you know, there's this exclusivity and this mm. kind of, you know, this strange hierarchy and this strange kind of structure of how you succeed or not. Mm. You know, they're, you know, they're, they're less than perfect, so to mm. say. And, mm. but, um, you know, what is the goal with art? In, in, in not just as an artist, but the goal with art, you know, do you want to mm. produce the best art? And they want to sacrifice, uh, you know, the mm -hmm. artists along the way, you know, mm -hmm. that don't make it, mm -hmm. or do you want to make the best art and have the people who don't make it, you know, still have like a, a, a I say, a, you know, that they can have a respectable living mm -hmm. or a, a respectable yeah, life. But that's, you know, yeah, it's a hard question, but I think. I mean, it, this goes really into <laughs> politics, I guess. More yeah, but, but uh, I think there is actually a cutoff. I think. Mm. at some point and there might actually be uh, too many artists in a way for sure absolutely yeah so the, qu the question is do you need that many artists to create these these few excellent ones or do you or don't you yeah but i think uh, yeah yeah you for sure need uh, many artists to create the excellent ones mm. Uh, but it doesn't mean that everybody needs to be uh, an excellent one. Yeah. No, yeah, that's one thing. And being a professional fully or supported fully mm. in a way. Mm. Uh, yeah, I know it's a bit <laughs> political, but mm. uh, I think it's important to have art an artist we don't understand completely and yeah. don't know where really is. Where, where it's heading headed. or what yeah, yeah. yeah so that's important it's important yeah. to have art that is really Out pushing there. the yeah. yeah pushing the limits yeah. yeah it's so important so that's not what i mean but uh, but could you create systems for that could, for for and i mean this seriously could you say okay uh, uh, we because you could you were talking earlier about these kind of predictive systems mm, right mm. and in that same kind of line you can also say okay you know art works in certain kind of areas right and mm. and there's like these these breakouts into different nodes and mm. how do you recognize that a, that a, i say a breakout is going to be be the next big thing or mm. it's just going to be like a, it sizzles away right mm. and there's probably indicators you could yeah. could or data you create you could, algorithms could, that sort of uh, understands could, it yeah hmm could say okay you know it's more likely that this is going to happen or, or not you or could it's possible yeah <laughs> it's possible creepy <laughs> it's possible. creepy but possible yeah. yeah and maybe it's already there maybe it's something uh, people have already created mm. 
but it's not operational like uh, on the conscious level if if it's operational it's in a secret level (laughs) and then you know and and there's a there's a I think there's a difference no, between being out in the open mm-hmm. a strategy or if it's still under development in in the in the shadows so to mm-hmm. say. <laughs> yeah. and now uh, we're just speculating for you though but yeah, yeah, yeah of course of course now but, we're gonna yeah. do a rabbit hole <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah but uh, uh, i think uh, there's so little money in uh, art that hasn't really excelled at some point yeah yeah uh, that maybe it's not something you would start creating these algorithms for but uh, yeah, but I think yeah, mm. maybe it is. Maybe it's on the way. Mm. It's possible, uh, and that's that's the thing with so many things uh, in society mm. now that we're we're being challenged by this, mm. and art should be challenged by it because it's mm. part of, of society. society for sure. Yeah. So we need that to happen to art and see what happens then in a way. Because I think it's. Uh, uh, it's very interesting. For example, this this example of this Ray Dalio. Mm. You know, he's been, from the seventies. He's been kind of using these algorithms and systems already mm. to kind of you know compete with the market and mm. and, and win. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you know as as being one of the most successful hedge fund. I think they lost uh, money once one year out of twenty five years, which yeah. is <laughs> a unicorn, right? Yeah, crazy. Mm-hmm. And in in the market, because everybody mm-hmm. loses in the market mm-hmm. if you if yeah, you yeah. try to beat the market, right? And uh, and uh, uh, but he did it also, kind of you know, setting up this algorithm and refining and refining and refining and and you know, taking use of these technologies like artificial intelligence mm-hmm. and stuff like very early on to kind of make these algorithms. If that happens, you know, we mm-hmm. do this because mm-hmm. you know historically that that's the case, and mm-hmm. and we tested. Tested these out things and 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 this I, I do believe the same could be applied to to the cultural field where you say okay hey these things are f- f- uh, you know the dangers of course that the system is too simple and it kind of doesn't catch kind of the depth mm-hmm. of the arts mm-hmm. you know because I think the arts have a certain depth where a lot of regeneration of society happens mm-hmm. you know without without uh, uh, and so if you start seeing it as a system of regeneration mm-hmm. uh, regeneration or, or, or re, uh, like a reactor mm-hmm. you know where energy is put in and and more energy is, is produced mm-hmm. you know? so it's it's this and if you see it as part of society as that you know mm-hmm. as this engine of renewal and, and you know keeping life interesting and mm-hmm. keeping you know uh, and you put then these these algorithms on it and say okay mm-hmm. you know and this is this is <laughs> creepy and meta and and maybe it's a stupid idea but it's uh, where you where you really see okay where you see the holistic whole of society and say okay mm-hmm. that we need to do we need mm-hmm. to have this uncomfortable thing how do we create the most effective system to create the the you know the highest yield out of that mm. out of the artist. Mm. How do we squeeze the artist lemon as much as possible? Mm. Mm. Yeah, and uh, I, I I have no answers to all these things. Yeah, but, but the pressure. Uh, I think if it, that happens, and it probably will in a way, but the pressure can't be on the one specific artist. 
No, no, it needs to be like the whole. Yeah, uh, or a group. It's more like a group, mm. and you uh, maybe they get funded more in uh, for something, or because it's just uh, makes a bit better business case to fund yeah. those kind of artists for a while. Yeah, but, um, the, but it, it is and it isn't because I mean funding has also back. F- I mean the CIA has been funding like the the expressionists or the abstract expressionists because they wanted to show Russia how free they were as a tool as a psychological tool and this is this has been documented and admitted Mm. and all that kind Mm. of stuff and and of course you know there's a political interest in (laughs) kind of push certain agendas and not others and and culture you know is a very cheap way Mm. in a sense to push certain kind of buttons and to kind of let certain things flower or not and 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 uh and again, that's also where your your role comes in to kind of protect the field from uh, you know from meddling with it for like short term gains mm. because often these political gains are short term. Yeah, you, know? mm. you want to sway a certain thing or you want to do this, and and because I mean short term is is very seldom a good idea. Yeah. You know? It gets interesting when when you start using these for the long term gain. Where you say, okay, this creative field we need it for the long term for a healthy society. Yeah. Yeah. And that's you know, artists uh, being artists is for life. Mm. I think that's also important. You know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? This is it. Yeah, it is. It is for life. I mean, for me, it is. Yeah. I, I have a life sentence, but uh, I only realized that a couple <laughs> so, years ago. Yeah. And uh, but. But it's also a myth, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, there's enough people who do art intensely for a while and then start doing other stuff. Mm. And I think uh, I try to tell myself always, and maybe I just made it, you know was kidding myself. But I always want to have that door open that you know that I can walk out yeah. and say, okay, I'm not going to do art. Of course you can. Yeah. I can, but n- now I can't anymore. Mm. I really can't. I I. Uh, you know, I kind of mirrored. I've been so down, deep down the rabbit hole, so <laughs> yeah. I can't. I can't go back. I don't want mm. to go back because I, I really enjoy it. But it's. Uh, but that's only since a couple of years. And before that, I always had this idea, like, okay, you know, it could also not work out. And mm. what do I do? Mm. You know, what do I do if I don't? If I don't get further with it, mm. if I just get, if it just stagnates, if you know, mm. I, I maybe get like a, a small show here and there, and mm. it, it never kind of develops mm. yeah then I can use my energy for other stuff mm. more successful maybe maybe I'm just in the wrong field mm. and, and there's honesty to kind of tell to yourself like, yeah, what you did you did that in mm-hmm. a way right you I said did. okay yeah. business great I learned a lot of beautiful skills here now let's put them in the field where I, where I have more passion or where, mm. where more connection right so I'm still in business in a way but uh, I'm not in the corporates yeah world. but you're you're not you 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 translate it into that it's aligned with your passion mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of that it's just aligned with you know whatever everybody else is doing mm-hmm. you know so when you have a business uh, people always talk about what's your exit strategy mm-hmm. you need an exit strategy yeah. because it might not work yeah and then it's uh, so much better if you have a clear idea of what you want to do when it doesn't work yeah mm-hmm. so that's something yeah. people talk about and and, and that's I, and I thought a lot about these exit strategies and then I there's nothing else 
I can or want to. Yeah, but people. Or I can do a lot of stuff. But yeah, people ask me also, what's your exit strategy? Yeah. What, yeah. Uh, what are you going to do? Or yeah, if it uh, does, yeah. yeah, if it doesn't work out, and uh, maybe I'm not there yet. As a business person, I should. But I can always go back to what I did. But there's other business kind of theories as well. You should burn your bridges if you really want to take the island. You know. Yeah. So at this point. Uh, I know this is what I want to do and mm. I challenge myself sometimes and just see if I want to do uh, different things yeah. and it's that's actually just healthy uh, and it uh, just uh, fires up that passion yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what it, I want to do it, it does exactly the reverse in that yeah, sense yeah, it's like, so nice because yeah. I feel like yeah. this is this is it, this yeah, is this is it. Is, yeah. yeah this is really what I want to do this yeah. is I feel so uh, I feel as at home yeah that's a cliche but that's a super cliche but I feel like uh, no but you can see home. it you can yeah. see it I mean the, the, you know the conversation we had so far you, you feel like yeah this is you know this is what I, I, don't, I, you know, I don't have all the answers I don't have all the strategies but you know this is this is where it is mm-hmm. you know this is where mm-hmm. where it lies and where where the yeah where, where the, it makes quest, sense to yeah. Is, yeah yeah to to just uh, put in the work and yeah. make it make it work yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and you know, I also had that realization, and and as soon as you have that, you know, a lot of interesting things start happening. Mm. And I think also a lot of, uh, and I think again to this part that 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 you can provide, and and with you kind of similar people can provide is is exactly that kind of. Uh, uh, you to because a lot of artists they often they don't want to give up the art because mm. they have to think they have to give up the identity mm. even though they're unhappy with it mm. even though so the gallery I'm working with in Rotterdam mm. he used to be an artist mm. and then and he was a good artist you know he, he, he went to the right schools he had museum shows and he was and you know it was really good and then he decided to study philosophy because he he wasn't happy with it mm. yeah mm. As he studied philosophy, and then he got back into, he tried it again, and he just found out, no, this is not what I was supposed to do. Mm. And he started a gallery, mm. and and you see, and you see him fired up. You, know, <laughs> yeah. you see him like, oh yeah, this is this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And but I see a lot of artists who stick to the arts because, well, they don't have an exit strategy. You know, they don't have haven't a, any other experience in a way. Haven't no, done anything then, else. And they don't, yeah. they don't dare to give up that identity. Yeah. Yeah, so they're too kind of connected to the identity. Yeah. That's what I've always questioned. Like, hey, yeah. it's not the identity I'm interested in. I'm, no. it's, it's really the the work. You know, the yeah, but that's what that's what also what you do when you create these different platforms that you mm. do, even though it's uh, still about art, like this, mm. like the podcast mm. and everything. You still just m- make your uh, foundation mm-hmm. more solid, or you yeah. can sort of flex a little bit yeah. more. And that's super healthy. Yeah, yeah talk- you, you you can express parts you otherwise wouldn't be able to express, and mm. with that you get a more balanced whole. Yeah. And the cool thing is they they start to strengthen each other. Yeah. yeah. So I think more artists could actually do that. Yeah. Not starting a podcast yeah, or, please do, maybe, please. or maybe that, but yeah. just do something else. You know, yeah. something else that you find a passion for, or just uh, that helps you feel more balanced in your yeah. life because it doesn't have. It doesn't mean being an artist or being passionate about anything that you have to do it all the time, a hundred percent. You have to regenerate. You have to yeah. kind of yeah fill up. 
Yeah, so two yeah. different things yeah. have more, uh, more, or we can say you can stand on more but, than one leg. But or, it is, yeah. I mean, it, it 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 requires also specific skills that you can switch. Mm. You know, because this is luckily a skill you can acquire, but it takes takes a lot of hard work. And I've done this from the start that I mm. very quickly can switch between one thing and the other. Mm. You know, so uh, that's that's also why I have four different rooms. You know, mm. like a room yeah. for podcasts, <laughs> yes. uh, a room for collages. It's very fascinating. Yeah, a room yeah. for collages and paintings, yeah. uh, a workshop, and uh. then now I'm creating a project space where yeah. I can do more sculpture work. Yeah, and, cool. and and I hope it will grow, mm. so I get more rooms. Even, mm. you know? So, mm. so, uh, um, what we talked earlier, you know, this kind of how you use your studio as an expression of mm. of your strategy or your ideas, mm. your identity, and mm. that kind of stuff. And and but to do different things and be honest about it and formulate it as mm. different things. Mm. And I think that is uh, at least that's what I found as a strategy is very healthy that you formalize. Okay, that is a different thing. Mm. It's not the same as the art. It's a different thing. Mm. It's as valid. It has a different function. It's different dynamics. Different kind of strategy. Different techniques. Different kind of history. Different different kind of fields. Mm. Yeah? I think you know, people could if, um, just feel uh, f- sort of mm-hmm. free. Take that freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. More free, uh, and also maybe then do better art when you have mm-hmm. a, a sort of. A, no, I think so. Yeah, actually, s- yeah, cause you some space to free up your mind and create new yeah. connections. Because you get different reference points. Yeah, you get different. different you're not points, only you're yeah. not only refer- you're, you're not only in the art bubble. You're also kind of in in other bubbles. Yeah, yeah? and. By going from one bubble to the other, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you you take something with you. Yeah. So, but uh, you know, in society as a whole, I think we need to uh, change more. You know, business people need to be in in you know the public or, or yeah. it needs to be more cross breeding. Yeah, yeah, much more. Yeah, uh, much more. Yeah. Just also to to learn more, have different references. Yeah. And use your skills, make your skills available yeah. in a different way. Yeah. And I think it's the same with artists. And we talk about this, how can we uh, work with artists in the business yeah. field? Well, and that's, that's that's an interesting part, as I said, because uh, we as artists, we have a, often a lot of skills we don't even know we have. Mm. Yeah? Mm. Just kind of how to approach problems and how, how, I mean, most artists I know are super stubborn and they get stuff done <laughs> nobody else would even in yeah. their sane mind yeah. or insane mind would even consider mm. right mm. and and they realize it mm. you know, so to kind of to make the impossible happen you know, is mm. a big part of art and mm. it's also a big uh, one of the biggest rewards I think mm. you know, where you where you suddenly created something out of nothing mm. you know, with everything against you because mm. you, know, you have to compete your time against you know all the all the stuff in the you know yeah. that surrounds you, you know, yeah. your family, your your friends, your, the, the kind of pressures in societies, kind of the you know just you know being able to navigate through it uh, financially, time wise, uh, emotionally wise, and with all the distraction, all the the things, and you and you still have to do that. Mm. Uh, mm. You have to still make the work. You still have to kind of express that thing and mm. to find that dedication. You know that. A lot of people could learn from that. Mm. That passion and dedication, you mm. think? Yeah. Mm. Uh, and the determination and that kind of mm. and finding the possible and the impossible. Because mm. if 
uh, if you and that's interesting if you would put the numbers on on first of all all the hats we take when we mm. produce mm. second all the time we 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 may use and how we kind of the, also the resources we know how to leverage and to kind of mm. tweak out of impossible situations you mm. know in the real world that's not possible mm. it's just not possible because mm. that that would require basically a company yeah a big company to kind of mm. facilitate that, and maybe that's also in a way. What and maybe it that should, yeah. Maybe it, it, maybe that that that, I mean, that could definitely be a forum oh. as well. But there is there is a collaboration here in Oslo uh, among uh, businesses mm. and uh, idrets, uh, top idrets. Yeah. Uh, what do you call it? Top idrets. Yeah, like, like the, uh, the, the, the the high competing sports. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, and art sports, yeah. in the sense of the opera, yeah. So the ballet and yeah, yeah. but not with the visual arts. No, no, uh, no. and that's Which because be it's not yeah. it's not organized yeah. in the same way, right? So in, in the opera or in the ballet, you have lots of people, and yeah, yeah it's different. And that, and that's true. In the opera, there's always a team. There's yeah. already this idea of team, and there's there's. There's so much ridiculous resources going there, and and, mm. and I think that's you know I don't have anything against it, but it <laughs> that means that there's like constant negotiations about money, time, and mm. resources and stuff going on. Mm. So it's more natural that you find connections wherever you can find it. While mm. as an individual artist, you know we we apply some funding at the culture department, we apply some funding maybe at the. Mm the artist association and 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 that's it mm. yeah. we don't step to companies because mm. we don't have the language to say hey this is interesting for you guys i need this from you you know mm. i need material i need i need funding i need uh, uh I, I, you know i might even need strategic report uh, support from you or i need logistics mm. but this is interesting for you guys you know? mm. we don't have that language yeah, but I think there's uh, lots of opportunities doing mm. uh, talks, or just not just talks, but maybe being part of process and processes and mm. share in real sort of business development phases. Yeah, and Jan and I talk about this a lot, and Jan sometimes says like, artists are not the most creative people I know. <laughs> no, <laughs> so it's not maybe about uh, so much about creativity. Maybe it's just about, like you say, that stubbornness, yeah. the idea of creating something and you're not giving up. Sometimes yeah. that's an extreme. Against, against all odds. All odds. Yeah. And that's an extreme thing. Yeah. Uh, and to sort of uh, express that, what that means, what you experience when you go through it, yeah. has so much value. Also yeah, and how, how do you recognize what you can leverage so so you see you, you in the corner of your eyes you see a movement and you know how to leverage that mm. for its maximum worth and and yeah that's absolutely a skill in its own and it's mm. it's very hard to formulate as well because mm. I because uh, yeah, what I often say is like I see a lot of artists who who are able to produce in a fraction of the time what the industry or the real world would do at a fraction of the cost mm. Mm. you know with the same level maybe a bit less because you know because you don't have a machine you know you don't have an an opera team behind you kind of producing mm. something mm. but if you really translate and say okay wow 
So with no resources, you manage to do this. You know, which comparable, you know, like a, a company mm. would also achieve with mm. a whole kind of financial machinery and a, and a technical machinery and mm. a connective machinery behind it. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, but it, it, it maybe for, uh, for me <laughs> as a business person, you know, it's always also a struggle and it seems mm. pr- probably very strange, but within the business world, uh, it's always also a struggle to get the budget you need and everything. Mm. Mm. So it's not that it's always enough money to do what you want. It's never enough money. You know, the things you're going to do are huge yeah. and you need lots of money. So it's the same challenge a lot of the time because it's it's just bigger, you know, a lot bigger. Mm. But you don't get the funding you really need. Really need no. so you have to make you it work. Yeah. yeah, you have to make it work. Yeah. But there's a different... You know, there's still a difference. Cause, of course, of course. As an artist, you often have no funding. Yeah. So you you um, and that's also an interesting thing because, like, I have no problem paying this out of my own pocket because I see it as an investment, right? But I also know a lot of artists who only do things if they get support. Mm. Mm. You know, so if somebody else is paid, then they mm. can do something, mm. which is. Uh, which is interesting, but also companies do this. Mm. You know, they only do something if somebody else pays them. Mm-hmm. So there's very few people who put their own asses on the line. There's mm. enough of them, of course, but I mean, in general, you know. But I think you feel more comfortable if somebody else is paid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think, yeah, to be honest, there's a lot of people around in the world in research, mm. uh, in business in businesses and everything mm. that puts a lot of their own time and effort into something to make it work because mm. it's what they do for it's how they spend their lives yeah. uh, it's they have a purpose mm. so I think uh, that happens even though you know there's millions in play yeah you don't get all those millions for yourself they, they, in they don't get in your own yeah. account no for sure uh, so that still happens and yeah. I know me myself I've been working struggling and using a lot of my own personal time yeah. into projects yeah because it makes sense yeah. and for it's me a, and and it yeah. also makes a difference and it also kind of creates more opportunity I mean it's the same mechanism and opportunity yeah. that's probably yeah and it's the same mechanism where the, the problem with like in business mm-hmm. if you do that you still make a decent living the difference in the arts is often you yeah. don't make a living at all at all yeah that's the difference mm. and and so so even though the, the, the structures and the mechanisms are the same mm. you're, you're you're miles apart as well yeah yeah, and, and I think that's that's a thing, uh, you know, like this, uh, you know, this business side can really help the mm. artist, or this 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 kind of input from from you know the side you come from was where, yeah, it's great. You know, we we know the same structure as you, but just start a bit higher. You know, where mm. there's there's actually a, you know, some kind of decency of of living mm. involved as well. Yeah. yeah. And we need to create that. Yeah. I absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. why I'm. That's why I'm in the business. Yeah. I want artists to uh, to survive, yeah. uh, and more than that, not yeah. to struggle. At the, no, strive. Yeah. Like I say, uh, uh, I'll, I'll so come back to it. Yeah, yeah, thri- yeah. You know, thrive. No. Thrive. Yeah, yeah thrive. Mm-hmm. Not strive, mm-hmm. but thrive. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because yeah. that's a different mindset. Because survive is is still 
still not good enough, but really thrive. Well, yeah, because uh, surviving is on the minus and thriving is correct plus. Yeah, yeah, mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I agree. Of yeah. course, of course, artists yeah. should. Yeah. yeah. No, so let's make it work. Yeah, mm. let's make cool. it work. Let's uh, stop it at that. I yeah, let's say thank you for being here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah. It's an honor. Yeah, the honor is at my side. Cool. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So stoked that you asked me. So yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah, but this, uh, as I said, this is a conversation I uh, I really want to continue. So yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> me too. So uh, yeah. Anyway, thanks. Thank you.